Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. No, no. Talk to Neil. Call 5670560 toll free for Dade and Broward. No. Or pound 560 on your cell phone. Yes. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast. No, no. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Sarah, what's the matter? Oh, Judy, I just found out. Michael has... Hard on. Oh, no. I just don't know what to do. Well, when Shirley's boyfriend had one, he went to the Hard-On Treatment Center of America. Hard-On Treatment Center? Yeah, it's the place where they teach men how to wake up small and uninterested. Do you think they could help Michael? They were very kind and caring when Philip had his boner. He doesn't even watch the USA Channel at night anymore. The Hard-On Treatment Center of America. Helping so many Americans through their hardship. Brought on by big boobs in so many Aerosmith videos. Please call today. Don't get excited. You're not alone. The Hard-On Treatment Center of America. Cold water standing by. Hey, happy anniversary, Neil. Thank you. Isn't that your anniversary today? Yes. One year on this radio station? Yes. All right. And we're getting like uh, tons and tons of faxes and balloons and... No. Of course not. But Greg Reed did come down here and shake my hand today and say, Happy anniversary. I made it one year. Uh, yeah. And uh, that was pretty exciting. I guess that was it. No balloons, no uh, big deal. I guess we'll have to get some food in here today, have a big party. We'll have our own goddamn celebration. That's the way we do it. We have plenty of practice doing that by ourselves. And, of course, I'm sure lots of you can relate to that. But I do have one fax from Don in Homestead. There's one guy out there, one guy in Homestead, who's at least got the uh, cajones uh, where he has a good memory. One year ago today, December 30th, 1997, they said it couldn't be done, and uh, here we were. We didn't think it was going to be done either. 9.30 the night before, they're still putting stuff in here. They're potchking around, and uh, it looked it was uh, impossible. couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done, and we almost did it. By the way, we got about 140 grand for Center One, and still these last couple of days. I wouldn't be surprised if we wind up with everything totaled up, maybe 145 to even 150. Huh? By the time everything is, like, all factored in there? Wouldn't surprise me. So nice going, guys, oh! on the day of your daughter's wedding. So we got, let's see, 13, I, I, I think he was like uh, fudging a little bit. Maybe he knows Pudge Brown, that uh, Evans guy, Dave Evans, that was on with the worst team this morning. Probably more like 14,000 unsold seats for the game on. And they've extended the deadline till tomorrow at 1230. Little Dog says he thinks it'll be extended beyond that. Do we agree with that? No. No, I don't think so, because the game is Saturday. Why would they extend the deadline till 1230 on Friday? Highly unlikely. Unprecedented. So that means if they don't sell another twelve or 13,000 tickets by 12.30 tomorrow, there's going to be no local TV for the Dolphins-Bills game on Saturday. A major, major embarrassment in this big, big-time sports town. <laughs> in fact, if you watched that, I watched about two minutes of that the Hurricane game last night, that uh, Poolan Weed Whacker, MCI, whatever the hell that thing was, bowl game. And they claim that there were 44,000 people in there. If so, there must have been about 10,000 of disguised as empty seats. Because you could uh, you could go bowling in the upper deck. There was nobody at all in the upper deck. And the lower bowl, there was like big patches of empty orange. There must have been a lot of people dressed in orange there last night because it was uh, vacant. 
So what's the excuse? I guess the excuse is it's the holidays and a lot of people are out of town, right? Could that possibly be part of it? Uh-huh. That could be it. Or maybe the excuse is that it's just the usual Bush League town. That could be it. By the way, we owe an apology to the entire community. Although we, I, I had not, no control over it. Yesterday we're doing the show and we're rolling along singing a song. And then the one to two hour we kind of hit a uh, dead a dead spot. And I started thinking about it. And I go and watch the news last night. And I realize, as usual, since we operate here at a vacuum on this radio station, I-95 was like tied up for seven hours yesterday. They had traffic backed up for miles and miles and miles and miles. And I'm sitting here doing a radio show. And we have a lot of people in this uh, audience who listen in their radio, who unfortunately have to be in their car, their truck, their van, their uh, scooter, whatever they're doing for their job. Or, or maybe they have a life. I don't know. But I, I guarantee you, many of those people were sitting there on 95 wondering, don't they know anything about what's going on out here? Aren't they going to give us any information? No. No. Now, we do have this uh, make-believe traffic service, which I don't even know which one it is on the station, because I would have to listen in the morning to find out, and I try to avoid that as much as possible. Do we know what it is? Is it... We don't know? No. 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 Okay, but at any rate, so we got some bummer. What is it? Metro traffic. Oh, metro traffic. Now, is that the one that Joe, uh, what's his name, is with? Brennan. Joe Brennan? Yes, he was. What do you mean he was? He got canned? Grim Reaper says he still is. Yeah. Boy, are we are we getting a ton of information from over there today or what? Yes. Just like like barely got to squeeze it out of you over there this morning in the awards, too. So that's the one that Joe Brennan is with. Of course, over the years, we know that what a, a bunch of losers they are to begin with. And so, you know, in, in the past over this one year that we've been on this radio station and somehow survived it, once in a great while, I'm not going to say very often because we don't do traffic here in midday because usually there's no big traffic news. It's just one more unneeded interruption, which we already got more than enough of those already. But uh, in the past a couple of times, there have been uh, those occasions, I think like maybe twice in the last year, when they've come on and said, hey, well, guess what? There's a problem on the turnpike. There's a problem over here on the Palmetto. Please put it on the air. Let your uh, listeners find out what's going on. Because yesterday when I came in here, 441 was all backed up. I mean, it was. Uh, I get off the turnpike off Ivesbury Road. I make my turn onto 441. It's not even moving. And I'm wondering to myself, what the is going on here, you know? And now I realize that everybody was off of 95 because they were uh, taking 441 to go wherever they had to go. So we apologize profusely, but do we have a like a, a, even a news wire? No. Do we have like any information? Unless it has to do with a ball game or something to do with sniffing a jockstrap, we know nothing about it here on this radio station, okay? If they're dropping bombs like I've told you before. I predicted this a year ago when I came here. If they're dropping nuclear weapons on Homestead, would we know about it? No. Hey, Joe Rosoli comes through. I even had written that down. Thank God. Thank God for our good buddy Joe Rosoli from Roth Office Supply. Yeah, we had a little bit of a problem here. Again, another another little insufficiency. I don't want to bellyache because we're certainly not as cheap as Clear Channel, which I'll mention that Rick and Sud story again because it happens to be true and very, very sad. The cheapest bastards on the face of the earth buying up every station in sight, Clear Channel Broadcasting. So even though the Beasleys are as tight as a snare drum, not even in the same league with Clear Channel, but Joe Rizzoli comes through with our 1999 calendars. Oh! You know, those big planner calendars, like if you have to actually write something down on them so you have some idea of what's going on. Because unfortunately for the rest of the staff, the calendars, like for the sales holes and all the other people around here, they're not going to be until what? You said February. Until February. Now, they didn't say what year. Maybe we have a, a Y99 problem here. What, what channel is that, Y99, huh? We've got a little bit of a problem here. We can't get the new calendars in quite in time. So by February, maybe if they're lucky, they'll have them. But we got them now, before, right before the end of the year, thanks to Joe Rizzoli. Oh! 
Nice going, Joe. God bless you. And Happy New Year, et cetera, and so on. Eight minutes after 10, I want to get that uh, thing on that it was that great piece about Channel 4, a scandal by Howard Beale. I got that here somewhere. Here it is. And then, of course, we have to do the uh, the history of all the happy dances at the football games, all that juking and jiving, all that uh, horrible crap that goes on that a lot of you pretend that you really think is entertaining. And in the meantime, you're just sitting back there saying, hey, look at that nigger act like a you know, You know, that's what it's all about. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating. And I keep trying to tell all you poor black folks out there, stop letting white America continue, uh, you know, keeping you under their thumb by participating and advocating and enthusiastically embracing behavior that uh, makes people look like step and fetch it. It's just, it's, it's garbage, okay? I don't want to pick a single anybody out. We don't need any more apologies from Lamar Thomas or anybody else. But the fact is, cut the crap already, okay? It's got nothing to do, there is no separate culture for celebrating. Like saying, oh, well, I'm dry. I'd be driving this way because we got a separate culture. We'd be driving this way, okay? You'd be driving one way on the road, but I'd be in the other, other lane, okay? That, that's a cultural thing. Does anybody believe that? No. Of course not. But at any rate, don't go getting all worked up about it. It's the 30th of December. We got, we got it licked one year to the day. Look at the phones. They're lighting up like crazy, aren't they? No. Happy anniversary, Neil. One year on QAM. They said it couldn't be done. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, God, Neil. The New York Times once dubbed as approaching humorous. Mark Russell. Well, as you know, the commander-in-chief has been accused of being caught with his pants down, shall we say. So, I wrote this little song about it, and it goes something like this. The president and the intern, the president and the intern, he allegedly dropped his pants on the president and the intern. Mark Russell gives you tart political commentary in 20 original songs that all sound exactly like that. She went to get a job, she went to get a job. Kathleen Willie got felt up when she went to ask for a job. Mark Russell live this week on PBS. For a guy who doesn't sit down when he plays the piano, he's pretty funny. Bill Clinton likes oral sex. Bill Clinton likes oral sex. Did I mention he likes oral sex? Bill Clinton likes oral sex. Thank you. Oh, what a crowd. Oh, what a, uh, what a laugh a minute. Now, he is the worst. 1014 at 560 WQM. Here's a fax from Bill who says, happy uh, one-year anniversary, et cetera, and so on. Thanks a lot, Bill. Here's another fax who says, more out-of-town scores, please, on that scoreboard there at the Panther game, instead of showing all those idiots constantly up uh, so they can see themselves on the uh, scoreboard up there at Center Rice. Let's see the out-of-town scores instead of just between the periods. Actually, for a while there, they, for, I think uh, they lost their minds for about one or two games, and they actually were showing them up there in the corners all through the game. But we won't want to see that uh, anymore because, let's face it, if you're not interested in the local score, why in the world would you be interested in the out-of-town scores? In other words, there are no fans there anyway. But I'm not going to go back into that again. That's my New Year's resolution. Forget it because they don't care. That's one of the least interested things of anything in the world in this town is uh, the whole hockey scene. They don't know about it. They don't care about it. And I keep trying to convince myself of that, and it makes me want to cry. So anyway, Howard Beale, whatever this guy's real name is, in uh, CityLink, December 23rd, a week ago, Writes in Media Watch, here's mud in your eye. CBS's glory days in South Florida are long since over as WFOR continues its downward slide. There was a time not so long ago when the Columbia Broadcasting System was revered as the one to emulate in television news. From the early days of scratchy black and white images to more recent times as satellite images bounced around the globe and from planet to planet, working for CBS meant adhering to a code of ethics, loyalty, and journalism. In South Florida, CBS television once meant Ralph Redneck, followed by Walter Cronkite or Dan Rather. Solid community reporting and a disdain for reaching into the snake well pits of flash and trash newscasting. 
Welcome to the latter stages of the 20th century, Alice. This certainly isn't your father's CBS in Miami anymore. And uh, to be fair, it shouldn't be. The technology of news gathering and reporting has advanced so far and so fast in the last decade. What used to be the prominent source, preeminent source of televised information would now be looked upon as video dinosaur bones. Progress and all that, you understand. But what CBS has accomplished here in South Florida certainly has never been done before by any other corporate owner of any of the other top 20-rated markets. Beginning with the purchase of then-independent WCIX Channel 6, continuing with the great signal swap with NBC, and becoming WFOR Channel 4, ending with the recent and still-pending personnel changes, CBS has made history. They have single-handedly created the most annoying, least creative, uninformative, poorly staffed, badly managed news station in the history of television. Hands down, no question, and those are the good points. Let's begin with the signal swap. When NBC bought WTVJ in Miami, CBS execs in New York City panicked, realizing they had to do something or surrender the potentially lucrative market to the competition. Their only alternative was to buy WCIX Channel 6, which was respected but had an audience-limiting weak signal. Making a very long and convoluted story short, CBS coughed up millions of dollars to swap Channel 6 for NBC's Channel 4 and renamed the station WFOR. CBS officials trumpeted the deal as a major coup. They couldn't lose management scheme. Lose they did in the most embarrassing manner. Channel 4 has never made a consistent profit for CBS, and while experiencing brief moments of success, has slipped into the television netherworld of rarely, if ever, being a newscast rating contender. All this while those rubes from NBC who took the CBS cash and ran with a rotten signal filled the anchor desks of Channel 6 with well-known faces and blackened CBS's eye on an almost daily basis. CBS made every mistake possible in those early days. The most damaging was jettisoning, jettisoning veteran anchor Barbara Sloan, never flashy but always a solid reporter. While station officials denied it, most believed she was bounced for being too old and not fitting the station's new, flashier image. Sloan and many others were replaced with a seemingly never-ending stream of Ken and Barbie types and stick artists who are now featured on tapes used by broadcast instructors to vividly illustrate what never to do in television news. Most of them, thankfully, have forever faded from memory. Fast forward to the painful present, where Channel 4 is losing money hand over fist. Credibility ratings are plummeting, and morale is only slightly higher than death row before the juice is turned on. CBS wheels in New York are tired of shelling out huge bucks for a huge failure and decide something must be done quickly. In walks Mel Carmazan, the former head of Infinity Broadcasting, considered one of the true visionaries in broadcasting. Then again, everyone in the industry knows visionary is usually managers speak for hatchet-wielding, bloodless assassin who knows the only way to make real money is to treat workers like the pharaohs treated slaves. Everyone from the top down to WFOR shudders when the announcement is made. Everyone. General Manager Alan Shacklin. His days uh, are uh, numbered. Shacklin managed to survive in a sea of red ink since the early days of CBS purchase by promising ownership that things will get better. They don't, of course. He's about to get bounced when he announces he's leaving to spend more time with his family. Weeks later, he accepts a position at a TV station in Atlanta. Guess the family didn't look so good when viewed up close and personal. That and having escaped with a tidy buyout didn't hurt either. Carmen's had installed Steve Malden as the new general manager, and staffers know the station will soon start resembling a Marie Antoinette spirit reunion with heads rolling faster than they could be blow-dried. <laughs> this is great. This is one of the great columns, and, of course, it has to be in CityLink that nobody reads. From the outset, Malden proves once again that television means never having to say you've learned your lesson. With ratings dropping, CBS swings the axe again and hits sportscaster-turned-lead anchor Camrell Marshall. 
Granted, Marshall will never be mistaken for Red Bradley, but he was known for his exhaustive efforts to aid the community, never, never turning down the opportunity to help. Marshall is considered by those who know him to be a rarity in television, truly down-to-earth, unimpressed with his celebrity status, a really nice guy, which means he has no future in current television. Marshall wasn't the problem at WFOR. Everything and everyone else around him is the problem. But like a GM or a head coach, someone had to be fired as an example and to save some exec's phony baloney job. Co-anchor Ann Roberts, who could never be mistaken for a bimbo-style female anchor, instead has alienated viewers and co-workers alike with a true lack of any talent or personality. The Barbie role at WFOR is currently held by anchor Jennifer Gould. Ken Rosado is the perfect Ken to Gould's Barbie. Fake smile, well-practiced cliches, body English by Sega, and completely unable to deliver even the slightest line without a viewer wondering if the lights are truly on behind the facade. Once the savior of thousands from Hurricane Andrew, Brian Norcross has now become an embarrassment. Having a clause inserted in his contract upon leaving Channel 6 that allowed him to anchor newscasts, Norcross has proven a line spoken by Clint Eastwood in one of those Dirty Harry movies, A Man's Gotta Know His Limitations. Norcross doesn't know his, but we can tell him if he's interested. Float back over to that weather map, Brian. Sports anchor Jim Barry has become the single greatest example of self-aggrandizing, self-serving, egotistical television bores. His act having worn thin since being dumped in Chicago, Barry has only managed to keep from being considered the worst sportscaster at the station because Joe Zagaki works there as well. Is this incredible, Laura? Joe Zagaki sucks, okay? Okay. When Denver Broncos running back Terrell Davis recently made an appearance on Sesame Street and was doing the alphabet with the Muppets, Barry couldn't resist once again making sure he was the center of attention. Editors took that recital of the alphabet and spliced together Davis spelling out J-I-M-B-E-R-R-Y. One can only hope that after the Grim Reaper comes calling, Jim Henson welcomes Barry to the next world by beating him senseless with a used Miss Piggy doll. And now comes word that Shannon High has been hired as news director. A former associate producer at the station, most recently assistant news director at Channel 7, most expect High to assume the role of a hatchet woman. She's expected to carry out the mandate from Carmazon to record greater profits by cutting salaries and finding followers instead of leaders, actors instead of journalists. Rumble has it Barry should worry about a new contract, perhaps Norcross as well. Several defections have been recorded in the front office recently, and there are plenty more to come as people realize what the future holds at Channel 4. Maybe Leonardo DiCaprio can play General Manager Malden in the movie. Oh. oh! One of the great articles in the history of this town by Howard Beale. Boy, I sure wish he had a real name at CityLink Magazine. Nice going there, Howard, whoever the hell you are. And right on target from what I understand. It's a circus over there. Okay, let's uh, delve into these calls such as the air. we got a couple of them on the board, then I want to talk about all the, uh, the juking and jiving and the high-stepping and the uh, dirty bird and the uh, funky chicken and the California quake. Oh, yeah, we got to get into the history of that. Here's a, uh, what is it? Mobile in Port St. Lucie. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, long time no speak. First of all, I, you know, I don't know if you watched last night's uh, Hurricane game. No. Okay, well, I was... about 30 seconds just to see what the crowd was. It was uh, pretty weak. Well, the crowd was pretty weak, but they played a hell of a game. Yeah, who cares? And, and one thing uh, overall that I noticed was uh, most of the guys, uh, when, I don't know what the college team's uh, regulations are, but when they scored a touchdown, they didn't go uh, doing that uh, dirty dog or the dirty bird or whatever. Yeah. And they behaved for themselves uh, decently. Mm -hmm. So it looked like... Uh, well, did they I go over to the sideline and beat up some of the cheerleaders or probably with their girlfriends? I don't know. I didn't see it. Well, they still, I don't know they still do that. <laughs> 
But, uh, you know, as a, as a college level, I think he's still seeing a little bit more uh, control over the players. Well, yeah, yeah, because it's prohibited by the, by the rules. They can't do that oh, because they, 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 they get flagged for it for excessive celebration. That's right. Well, you know, I, I noticed that they did uh, uh, give him a penalty, like a uh, 15-yard penalty. Uh, uh, I think it was during the third quarter for one of the teams did something like uh, uh, out of the ordinary. And... Uh, you know, I guess they they, they got to keep implementing those rules. That way they can control them. Yeah. Uh, another thing is, did you, uh, the, the Blake family was there uh, last night, and they were interviewing them. I believe Brian Blake was there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, was like, it looked like he never committed a crime. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he was probably uh, having a couple of drinks with his old buddy Dennis Erickson. He's got a lot of time on his hands. Now they're probably reminiscing about old times. Okay. Well, He's probably uh, running high and jumping fast. Or is it the other way around? I want to wish you a happy anniversary uh, for your one year at W2AM. And if, I, if there's not too much to ask, I would like to hear a little request about, you got one bit about a Snickers and a hooker. You know what I'm talking about? Snickers and a hooker? Hi, I'm a whore or something like that. Hi, I'm a whore. Okay, I'll work on it. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year, pal. Get out of here. Okay, hi, I'm a whore. Okay, we got one call on the board here today. Happy anniversary, Neil. Thank you. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Wow. Here's the lady in Miramar. Hello. Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I was wondering, could you play the Silence of the Lamb bit? No. That was no lady. That was a kid. That was a little kid, wasn't it? It was a lady. Okay, that's it. That's our calls for the day, so I'm going to do this thing uh, after the break. I'll do the thing about the uh, funky chicken and the dirty bird, and then we'll play the rack the rest of the day, and then again all day tomorrow. Wow, you could knock me over with a feather duster right now. Goes to show you, never expect anything from the South Florida audience, and then you'll be, uh, then you'll really get what you expect. Yeah. That's right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. They are dead as a doornail, baby. Deader than a proverbial goddamn door. Well, it's New Year's Eve coming up tomorrow. Okay, we got a lot of stuff to worry about here. We got a lot of uh, important crap going on. Okay, we don't have time to talk to some fat Jew fag on the radio. We're celebrating one year on QAM. We resent the fact that he's down there. Anyway, oh, by the way, speaking of who's on, Hank continues on vacation today. Bill Zimfer. I looked at the schedule. I almost <laughs> peed my pants. Bill Zimfer is going to be on here at 2 o'clock from 2 to 6, filling for Hank today, which I find most <laughs> bizarre. And then 6 o'clock, we got Josh Friedman for an hour, kind of killing some time in there. And the 7 o'clock, the pregame with Gildy, because we got the, Pan uh, the Panthers and the Penguins in Pittsburgh tonight. Going to be watching that, anybody? No. I didn't think so. I will. 26 after 10 at 560 WQM and you're... Oh, my God, your breasts are beautiful. Ever had an alien anal probe? Ever been impregnated by a creature from a far-off galaxy? I bet the only thing you took away from the experience was a strange rash in that chip that's still in your brain. Well, how'd you like to pick up a nice lump of cash the next time an intergalactic traveler decides to pick you up? Well, now you can with abduction insurance. You've heard the crazy farmers and low-rent white trash talk about it, so you know it's true. Alien abductions do happen. And now, for the first time in the history of mankind, you can actually benefit from your next abduction. Just pay us a little bit each month, and the next time you take a little trip, come back to Earth and show us that chip in your head, or the rod in your ass, and the claim is as good as yours. Abduction Insurance. Sign up today and get free as a bonus a meteorite-proof umbrella, just in case. 1030 at 560 The main reason that that column was so great that I read by Howard Beale, in fact, the best thing since he said, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore, oh! was because it said something. Not just because it ripped, and I mean, because all the ripping was very accurate, right on target, but because here's somebody that actually wrote a column and said something, oh! which is such a rarity in this town. Even on the worst team this morning, they were talking about how Eddie the Pope and his columns lately becoming more and more incoherent, not that they were ever any good. And you, 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 
you read it and you wonder what what is he writing this for and what is it that he's trying to say? Can anybody figure it out? No. Does anybody want to figure it out? No. By the way, I got me a uh, that thing with the toilet seat. Everything turns into a major project. I went to Builder Square over there, right by the Sawgrass, which is right by my house. I figured, well, you know, they're definitely going to have them in there. I, I walk up to the place, and the first bad omen was they have all these big signs plastered all over the front of the joint that say, close out, going out of business, everything must go. And, of course, the problem is when you go into a Home Depot or a Builder Square, one of those places, that they're so gigantic and huge, you know? Remember the old days you'd go into a supermarket? I think um, Grand Union used to do it. Maybe that's why they're out of business. And there, there used to be on the front, right at the front of the store, there used to be like a big directory. And like if you were looking for like uh, toilet paper, you looked up there, toilet paper, aisle seven. You wanted the spaghetti sauce, spaghetti, yeah, uh, yeah, aisle six, whatever it was. And you go into these gigantic places, is there such a thing anywhere around? No. And so I'm wandering around, wandering around, and some guy who's a listener, hey, Neil, how are you? I said, hey, great, you know, where were they? I'm going to find toilet seats. Oh, well, there aren't, there's not a very good selection left. There's not too many left, but they're in the aisle 14. Because this place is going out of business. They're selling everything out. Why would Builders Square be going out of business there? Home Depot. It's oh. going out of business. Well, like I said, Home Depot's putting them out of business. Just like that Kmart will be gone pretty soon, too, because Walmart's going to, well, I'll get to Walmart in a minute. So anyway, I go over there, aisle 14, I look, and uh, here's, uh, here's where there used to be, evidently, once upon a time, a whole lot of toilet seats. And there's, uh, you know, a smattering of toilet seats there, but they all of them say regular bowl. And then I find a box that says elongated bowl, and I thought, oh, here we go. And I pull the box forward, and it's a blue toilet seat. What shade of blue? Baby blue. Powder blue. A blue toilet seat. Now, in my case, I guess it couldn't hurt my image any, okay? But am I ready quite yet at this stage of my life for a blue toilet seat? No. No. And, of course, that's why it was still there. Then they have wooden toilet seats. Now, the last thing I need is to have, you know, wood in my... Rectum. Right. Okay? Well, why, why would anybody get a wooden... Because, first of all, wood, especially down here in South Florida, you know, with the humidity, wood rots. Oh, excuse me, I've got a little uh, problem. So to make a long story short, after wasting all my time wandering about 500 yards worth of space there in goddamn uh, Builder Square, uh, I walk out of there with a disgusted look on my post like, forget about this, because they got crap. So now I go over to Walmart, which is right next door. I figure, you know, Kmart didn't have what I wanted, but Walmart is certainly a step above Kmart, isn't it? Like a half a step? Yeah. Or a little, a uh, quarter of a step. Oh, excuse me, let me get this splinter out of my... Rectum. But at any rate, so I go in there, and I look around, and sure enough, within a matter of moments, I find a guy with the outfit on. I say, hey, can you tell me where I find the toilet seats? Uh, go to the red line and make a right. Didn't even look up. Go to the, Okay, I go to the red line and make a right. There they are. And you know what? I look at them, and they're all like little baby toilet seats for little baby toilets and people with little small baby rectums, I guess. But just as I'm ready to walk out, and I'm thinking, geez, I'm going to have to go to another place to get a goddamn toilet seat? I mean, why should you have to expend this much effort? And I look down there on the bottom, kind of off in the corner, and here's two of them that say, for full, for elongated bull. It's got like a sticker on the front of it, for elongated bull. And sure enough, I, uh, you know, there, there was like a selection of colors, white or white. Yeah, that was the selection of colors, either a white one or a white one. So I got a white one. For, uh, what? What? 
what am, what am I going to do? Am I going to, am I, you know, this isn't uh, something I'm going to spend my whole life on, okay? So for sixteen ninety-nine, I get me a white uh, toilet seat. And I take it home. And, of course, the toilet is not white. The toilet is like uh, beige, almond, whatever they call that, you know. And most houses and apartments, they got, like, either white or almond or in a real fancy-schmancy place, black maybe for, like, refrigerator. It's almond. So I put the thing on there, and I uh, screw it all in, and it fits it lovely, but it looks, uh, you know, looks a little goofy. You know? A white toilet seat on an almond toilet. But I got me a toilet seat. Oh! No, no, seriously. So what I'm going to do is when I have some time, I'll figure out, I guess I'll go to Home Depot. Would that be the logical move? That'll be my next. It'll only be a 10-step process, getting a goddamn toilet seat. And I'll go over to Home Depot, I'll mosey on over there, and I'll see if they have, like, an elongated, uh, in an almond color, one that actually matches the bowl itself. And I'll take this one, I'll do the same I did with the first one, and throw it away. Oh, you're not going to take it back? No, I'm not. No. No. So that'll be $27 worth of toilet seats that I will have thrown out. Huh? I had, I had to listen. When you got it, easy come, easy go. Okay, I'm not going to take it back. I'd rather throw it in a dumpster than take it back. I would say anything under $20. If I buy something under 20 bucks, uh, and if it doesn't work out, I just toss it. I'm not going to take it back and go standing online and go through a big song and a dance like those jackasses that go to Eckerd's and stand online and make everybody else's life miserable for refunds. Can't do it. So the mystery of the toilet seat is solved. Oh. That's taken care of. There's one. Let's take a call, a mobile in Coconut Creek. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing today? Great. Hey, listen, uh, I'm a kitchen designer at Home Depot. It's funny you were just talking about that. Yeah. And uh, one, I wanted to say Happy New Year to you. Uh, your show is a great show. I really uh, enjoy it. Great service to, to this show. community, no matter what that little twerp buddy Nevin says. Hey, listen, what you were saying about the Boulder Square, they are going up because we're buying them all out. Yeah. Okay. But couldn't, and, you, couldn't you have waited another uh, month or two so they had a better selection of toilet seats? I'm sorry. But listen, here's my guaranteed promise to you. If you were to ever come over to my store, I'm at the Copen's store on Copen's in 95. Oh, no chance. No, no. I'll, just listen. Yeah. Here's my promise to you. If you ever come over here and you need any help whatsoever, you come and see David in the kitchen department. Yeah. I will personally walk you around the store and service anything that you need. You'll service and, me in the store, yeah. Well, I don't know about you. I have a guy that maybe will service you, but uh, <laughs> other than that, it wasn't an elongated bowl. It was an elongated bowl. Uh-huh. All righty. Well, there's nothing wrong with having something elongated, but it's not the bowl I had in mind. Okay, David, have a great New Year. Yeah, thank you. You too. I'll be seeing you real soon up there on Copen's Road, won't I? No. Okay, we have an open line of day one in Broward, 567. Oh, so the other thing I want to get some assistance on today, since these people are, like, uh, pretty boring... I want to find out about my passport, because the people from the passport office in Miami a few months ago sent me the renew by mail thing. I don't want to renew my passport by mail. I want to go over to my mailbox place and get a couple of passport photos, and then go, like, within the first week of the new year, meaning next week one day, I want to go over and uh, do it in person and get my passport renewed immediately, because it's not something that I feel comfortable mailing off and, you know, waiting for it to come back, the new one. Because with the way things are going in this country right now, you have to keep your passport. You have to be clutching it at all times. You have to have it in your hand as much as possible and your passport, too, okay? So maybe we'll get some uh, advice on that. Because I don't even know where to go anymore. Because when I originally got my first passport, it was in Hollywood somewhere. The Hollywood post office on, I don't know where. I don't even know where. I have no idea. But somebody will know, some ace out there will know the information, because I'm not going to mail it in. I appreciate the fact you sent me all that stuff to mail it in. I know you can do it. I'm not going to do that. I want to go down there, get it right in my fat little hand. 
22 before 11 at 560 WQAM. Where do you find Ed Kaplan? Right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. You get a lot of it. Rogers on Sports Hole Radio WQAM. Next time on Martha Stewart Living, Martha gets busy with Hank, the lawn man. Now we'll head out to the West Lawn. Hank's been trimming around my hedges for several years now, and today he's going to show us the perfect way to sink a post. Howdy, Mr. Stewart. I've decided to go with cedar posts. That's a nice, sturdy post, Hank. Well, thanks, Mr. Stewart. First, you make sure your hole's all set. Oh, it is, Hank. Then you slide your post in and begin packing it in good. Deeper, Hank. Deeper. Well, I'm trying here, Mr. Stewart. See you next time for Martha Stewart Living. Deeper. Okay, 1042, 1042 <laughs> at 560 WQM. Bill being for Hank. He's working hard in the yard with Martha, I guess. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How are you? Great. Happy New Year. Thank you. Same to you, which is one of the reasons why I called you. I'm from Montreal. I come down every winter, and I wanted to wish you a happy anniversary because I recall last year having heard you, and I thought you were one of the most refreshing and delightful people I've had the pleasure of listening to in my life. Well, that's what Dick Irvin Jr. says. He's my number one fan, by the way. You Are do you understand. serious? Yes, he is. I wish you were syndicated in Canada. I think so do I. I'd be, I'd be big in Toronto. The frogs in Montreal might not like me too much. I'd be big in Toronto, eh? Well, I'll tell you what, Neil. The only reason why Stern was uh, removed from the air in Montreal yeah. uh, was it was all politics. They said it was because... Uh, Fox had a neighboring station coming in every Saturday night. B.S. They, they had a lot of nonsense going on versus the French and English sort of thing. But in the end, they didn't have to pull him off the air. And I think that you're a much better... I think they took him off in Montreal because he spoke English. I think that would probably be... <laughs> That's all you need to do. Not true. As a matter of fact, Neil, it's a very unknown fact. But just as Montreal is the second largest French-speaking city in the entire world, oh. would you yeah. believe it's also the second largest English-speaking city in Canada? Mm-hmm. So, you know what, there's plenty of room for everybody, irrespective of the problems. I think you're one of the most knowledgeable people that I've had the pleasure of listening to, and you're okay. also surprisingly knowledgeable when it comes to hockey. Most well, what do you mean surprisingly knowledgeable? I'm the, uh, the, the Maven, just stand stand officially held by hockey. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you're, you're probably more knowledgeable than most Canadian people when it comes to that. I'm surprised. Well, then now you're getting carried away. No, no, I'm, I'm serious, Neil. I listen to, we have a show in Montreal on the radio station CIQC, AM 600, mm -hmm. uh, Mitch Melnick. And he's well aware of what you're all about, and he enjoys you. Furthermore, I pick you up on the Internet every day between 10 and 2. Excellent. Well, listen, we're going to be having a seance with Danny Gallivan a little bit later on today. Oh, my God. Danny's going to be on with us, and also uh, uh, Bill Hewitt's going to be on. Foster Hewitt's going to be in the one to two hour, yeah. Neil, I just wanted to say Danny Gallivan will probably, along with Foster Hewitt, uh, go down and probably is already immortalized in the annals of hockey descriptions. Uh, we've enjoyed him way back when, and although I'll tell you, I lost interest in terms of attending games because the prices are just unaffordable. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can go to the uh, Molson Center, which is the replacement of the old form, and I promise you, for two people to park the car, have a little snack, and sit down and sit in the top seats, you're talking between two and two fifty for a night. That's, that's Canadian, but still, it's incredible. Yeah. Especially, especially for all those cheap frogs up there, they won't they won't put up a gun. <laughs> well, wait till you see the new Air Canada Center. By the way, it's beautiful. Looks great right on the outside. I haven't seen the inside yet. Well, well you know, it's funny. They say it, it's going to replace a, a monumental place in Maple Leaf Gardens, and probably will. But you know what, Neil? The truth is, I was there last year. It was a barn. It wasn't like the forum. The forum uh, had been refurbished. Well, what was a barn? 
the Maple Leaf Garden. Oh, my God. I can't believe you said that. I go there all the time, sir. It is not a barn. It's still got all. I can't believe you said that. Now you you're know, letting your allegiance get in your cloud. You know, your I was at both. Maple was Leaf at... Gardens is uh, the greatest place in the world. Neil, were you ever at the refurbished forum? I say refurbished. I've never been to Montreal. I don't go. There are too many fronds there. Neil, the truth of the matter is I won't go into the whole politics. In closing, yes. But I will tell you this much. Toronto is the corporate entity of Canada, but Montreal is still, it's like comparing Los Angeles. That's why Africa. people are bailing out of there like they got bad B.O., which I think they do. Well, have a great New Year, pal. All the stay off the beach in Hollywood. Thank you very much. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Maple Leaf Gardens is a barn, this man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, it's no macarena, I'll tell you that. Can't even cover up the goal lights there. When a goal scored, you actually see the goal light come on there in Maple Leaf Gardens. What's wrong with those bastards? Where are we going? I can't believe I. How did I leave him on that long when he was ripping Maple Leaf Gardens? Here's a mobile in uh, Fort Pierce. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Congratulations on your year. Thank you. It's one year today, December 30th. Oh! God, uh, time really flew by. Do you believe that? Yeah, yeah. I, I got a uh, take on this uh, ticket situation. On the dolphin tickets? Yeah, I. Uh, on yeah, the 13,000 uh, seats that still aren't sold out, and people yeah. are calling. Well, they got him in the upper corner. You know, I mean, uh, what what kind of lame crap is that? Well, you know, the, your morning guys are just spinmeisters, I think, for the Dolphins organizations anyways. But uh, they were, I went through Jacksonville. They don't know how to spin ago. it. The tickets there are, playoff tickets are regular price. Get that regular no, price. No, no, the, the league, the league, you're wrong, sir. The league, in fact, I heard Dave Evans on it this morning. The league sets the prices for the playoff tickets. You believe that guy? Yes. I don't. But well, wait, I, what do you mean you don't? How could he come on the air? How could he go on the air and say that if it weren't true? I mean, I know people lie through their teeth, but how could he make a statement like that if it weren't true? Uh, the league sets the prices for playoff games. Well, how come Jacksonville is regular price? I, I, you know, there's got to be there's something going on here. You know, Hyzinga must be uh, tight for money. But I, you know, he I is. He's, 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 things are really tough at the Hypinga House. He may not be able to have a New Year's Eve party this year. Things are so tight. He may well, have to go over to Buddy Nevin's house and celebrate. You got to try some hair transplants, man. Yeah. You know? Hey, but anyways. No, yeah, in Buffalo... Maybe he's got wooden splinters in his... Rectum. That could be his problem, yeah. Buffalo, for their big game against the Jets two weeks ago, yeah. there was about the same number of seats left. And I challenged Wayne Huizinga, just like Ralph Wilson did. He bought up Yes, yeah, so I saw that. Seats. I saw that. And by the way, speaking of that, I want to tell people that have the small dish, if you want to learn what a real great sports TV network is... Watch Channel 313, watch Empire, watch Fan TV on there, watch the job that they do before the Sabres game. I mean, that is a great, great sports network, uh, Empire in Buffalo. Mike, Mike Robitaille is very good. Right. You, you know Mike, right? I don't know him, but I mean, I know who he is, of course. You know, I mean, he talks, uh, he'll come down on the organization, not like these butt kickers down here, you know? I will say one thing for Mike Robitaille, better, he's got better lips than Luke. Hey, I got a question he'll for you, those frog lips. Yes, sir. Dan Marino, was he born with a frown on his face, or is that just after every play from scrimmage? That's after he looks over and sees that Jimmy Johnson's the coach. He starts frowning. Have a great New Year, pal. Oh, oh, geez, I just spilled water all over the place. Well, it must be these last couple of calls. I almost got it. I got my finger on the, uh, <laughs> don't worry about it, okay? I'll take care of it. I got lots and lots of fouls here. Relax. It's our one-year anniversary. I'm, I'm getting a little bit too board, excited. Man. What? No, I did not spill it in the board. I spilled it off to the side. See, I'm not, I'm not like, what's his name there? Your good friend, Steve Nosering? Wasn't Steve Nosering that spilled all the stuff in the board there? No wonder. Big a, gulp, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, a big, a big gulp, Dr. Pepper. He, uh, <laughs> no wonder Brooke hated him like poison, huh? Now, she hates everybody. Well, it's always somebody else's fault. Maybe that's why her show sucks so bad, because everybody else in the world makes her show suck. Makes her sound like a jappy, obnoxious uh, Yenta from New York with that phony put-on thing of hers, okay? 
So the Rick and Sud story, I hope you're spreading the word about that because it's not a story. It happens to be true. And by the way, I don't tell, I don't tell you that story with any, great, uh, with any degree of uh, uh, enthusiasm because I wish them only the best of luck. They're good guys, even Rick, and I wish them all the luck in the world. And, of course, being locked in there with Queer Channel, they'll need it. And being involved in any way, shape, or form with, with Pete Bolger. See, let me just tell you this. Here's a message for Ronna Wolf over there at Queer Channel, okay? Ronna, I know you like me a lot. You respect my talent. You, you'd kiss my ass if I could work over there. But the fact that you got a guy like Peter Bolger as your henchman, this tells me that you, uh, you know, you guys over there haven't got a clue. In addition to which, it doesn't make any difference anyway. Because every Clear Channel station in America blows. They haven't got one good station on here in the country because they all are cheap. They put all this syndicated garbage on there. They got Dr. Laura. They got fat ass uh, on there. And, and that's it. That's, that's all they know is syndicated. And anybody that they are paying money for the rights to their shows, they're trying to uh, go them down to a lower number anyway. So they can give you all the big song and the dance and all the flash that they want. But the fact is, it's a real cheap-ass outfit that even makes Beasley Reed look like the last of the big spenders. And that, doing that is almost impossible. No, seriously, we never believed that that could be possible. Clear channel, cheap, obnoxious, destroying people's lives. And what did I tell, what did I go on here and say three, four years ago when I started, when the FCC relaxed the rules? And they allowed just a handful of companies to buy up all the stations. I said it would be bad for the people in the business and would even even be worse for the audience. No more creativity, no more originality, no more paying people a big bucks to bring in some serious talent. Now let's just open up a, a pot and put some syndicated crap on there and see how many spots we can sell. And that's what it's all about. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Deal? Yes, I am. How you doing? Great. Good. Love your show. Happy anniversary. And the same to you, sir. Happy New Year, I mean. And happy anniversary whenever that comes. Hey, hey I just want to tell you about that Builder Square. That, had, that totally made me laugh because that place deserves to go out of business. That is the worst Crap house. store yeah. you'll ever go to. Not just because they're going out of business. No, you mean but, that, partic oh. that particular one or all of them? No, that particular one. Yeah, why is Nobody that? knows their ass from a hole in the ground in that place. Yeah. Like, they, you couldn't get a straight answer out of anything. It's a good thing I ran into that one guy who knew me in the place, because if I wouldn't have ran into him, I think I'd still be walking around. You, you can't find anything in there. It's just a, a mammoth uh, junkyard. You're much better going to the Home Depot anyway. Okay. For the toilets. Oh, Maybe I, you, know something, you know how people collect stamps and coins? Maybe I should just start collecting toilet seats. <laughs> Oh, you make me laugh. Because if I could go back in the dumpster, I got the original one that broke. I got the, the one that I, uh, the little baby one I bought at Kmart. I got the one from Walmart. That's three. And when I get my new one, I'll have four. Oh! But you're not too many other people in America got four toilet seats for the same toilet. I just pictured you down there changing the seat. That that made me laugh. You're down on your hands and knees in your, toilet, in your bathroom changing the rim. Believe me, after some of these shows some days, I go in the bathroom and I'm on my hands and knees all right. Listen, have a great New Year, pal. You too. See ya. Bye. Okay, we have an open line in day one in Broward. But like today, it's our one-year anniversary on this station. I don't denote any, uh, where's all our friends today? Happy anniversary, Neil. We love you. Bye. That's it. That's all it takes. They don't care enough to send their very best, to send their very worst, to take one moment out of their busy, busy day. They're, they're not busy doing anything in this town. See, that's the excuse. Oh, well, I'm so busy, I don't have time. Doing what? Doing what? Going to the sawgrass, seeing how many illegal aliens just came in on a bus? Don't tell me you're busy doing something in this town. There's nothing to do here. You play golf, you play tennis. You play tennis, you play golf. You go to the uh, sawgrass, you go to a ball game. Not that you have any interest, but at least it's uh, getting out of the house. That's it.
You go to South Beach and get stoned. You watch the drug addicts posing down there. That's it. Oh, well, we're hanging out at Cocoa Walk. Great. That's pretty exciting. Oh, man. And what's that plastic place up there in Boca I can never think of the name of? What is that damn place up there where they're always, uh, whatever that place is. It's another uh, sawgrass, another one of these uh, joints. What is it in Boca? You don't know either. You never know. I always ask you this and you never know. Don't go to Boca. Well, I don't either, but I, there's a place up there. Don't you remember David the uh, paramedic? Remember him? I remember him. Haven't heard from him in a long time. Is he going to call and wish me a happy uh, anniversary? Uh, no. Of course not. How about Roberto who disappeared? We're going to hear from him? No. The Knott's Landing lady? No. Is he? No. No. Abandoned like a goddamn stepchild. That's Neil Rogers, man. And we still keep fighting the good fight and plugging along and pressing on in spite of the fact that they abandoned you like you got uh, cooties or something. Maybe there's cooties on my toilet seat. That could be it. I got a, uh, I got an almond bowl and a white toilet seat. In fact, wasn't that a song by Marty Robbins, a white uh, uh -huh. something like that? Here, here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, hi. Good morning. Happy uh, anniversary. And happy New Year. And happy birthday to me. And happy, is it your birthday today? Yes, sir. Well, how do you like that? And I got your tapes, and they were great. Great. And I, the answer to your question is uh, your city hall and plantation does passports now. There oh, they do? On paper. Yeah, there was an article on paper about two or three weeks ago back about it. Are you serial? Serial. Now, how does that, do you, do you have any idea how that works? If I get my pass, if I take my present passport and I got my new passport photos, can I go in there and get it like in one day? I think I have no idea, Neil. I, just, I, I saw it in the paper because I know you had mentioned it back about four months ago that it was coming up. Right. Uh, and I was, uh, you know, I read the paper and I said it because I know they uh, had opened up, they got one up here in Broward somewhere. Then I saw that in the paper. Excellent. Thanks for the good news. All right. Thank you. Have a happy. Thank you. Okay, there you go. There's the guy that's got some information that I want. I can go ahead and get my new passport. That uh, carries you for another 10 years. Oh, boy, I tell you, any, any of you walking around out there without a passport, boy, you must be crazy. You must be out of your mind. Your life must be on delay, as in Tom delay from Texas, okay? You must be on slow delay because the Nazis are coming, baby. You can hear them marching and the goose stepping. Or maybe that's just the food on the way. Speaking of food, it's our one-year anniversary. Anybody offer any food yet? No. Huh? I mean, Joe Rizzoli came by. Thank God somebody still loves us. Now, uh, you know, Sal Falcone was here a couple of days ago, brought us a lot more Sole water and all that extra virgin olive oil and all that good stuff. Sal still loves us. Joe Falcone still loves us over there. At uh, Roth Office Supply, brought us all our new uh, planner calendars for the coming year. How many did he bring, by the way? Two. Excellent. Boy, what a great guy he is. Also brought me a couple of new pens. Keeps trying to peddle me that eye, uh, you know, the eye thing, the operation. What do they call that? Radial keratotomy. No, I don't know. Laser. No, la the laser, laser surgery. surgery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can throw away those glasses. You can get yourself, uh, you know. In the meantime, I've got this. This flu virus that's been going around, where you had my, I take my temperature, it's normal, but it feels like. Have you ever had that where your skin feels warm, and you got like got achy, uh, achy, breaky joints? A little flu virus, and it's just, it's just enough to be annoying. Not enough to go to the doctor, not enough to take anything, but just enough to be annoying. It's kind of a good way to say goodbye to this goddamn year of 1998. What a year this was, huh? What a, huh? Well, it had, it was had its ups and downs. Had a bunch of Nazis running around talking about blowjobs and stains on blue dresses and all this bull crap. And then come to find out the Nazis were busy screwing their brains out too. As if that was some big surprise. 1057 at 560 WQM. Bill Zimfer for Hank Goldberg today from 2 to 6. Oh. Anybody know who that is? No. 
The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Every autumn when the leaves change over and get yourself right down to the nitty gritty. Winds are blowing, leaves are falling, and a job to you is calling so that you can get your lawn back looking pretty. And it takes so much time, bending over, twist your spine. You feel as though your back you might break it. Rectum. It's a job you can't avoid, you'll claim you've got hemorrhoids. You gotta spend your weekend just breaking. <laughs> Cause you'll be breaking up the backyard all day. Breaking up your backyard. With no play, yes, you're breaking up the backyard. Hey, that play. Breaking up your backyard. Thank you, Megan White. By the way, all those people I mentioned before, we're sure they're all out of town for the holidays, aren't they? That must be the reason that they're not. No, no they're not. Hey, by the way, guess what I got to buy the audience uh, the rest of the day today? Now, we aren't giving stuff away on the show, uh, you know, ordinarily, and it's worked very well the last few months we stopped doing that. And, again, I think that's one of the best things that happened the New Year, that one caller who uh, told me in very emphatic terms, stop giving crap away, okay, because these freeloaders kill a goddamn show. And you know something, sir? Absolutely correct, sir. And since we stopped, I feel much better about myself as a human being. Even Buddy Nevins likes me now. You believe that? No. So at any rate, we do. But today is a holiday. It's like almost a New Year's Eve. And I don't want these stupid things. I'm not going to go. And, of course, a lot of you don't want to pay for them, obviously, because there's 13,000 unsold tickets. So let's do it by drawing, okay? About 1.30, we'll do a drawing. And everybody who calls and wants to be on the list, I got my personal pair, section 217, row 1, seats 9 and 10. And the purple preferred parking pass for the Dolphins-Bills playoff game this Saturday at PP Park. Oh! like that. Wow. Ray Perry just uh, came in there just like hot off the press. The ink is still practically running on these. That's how fresh these are. And I'll give them away because I'm such a hell of a guy because I wouldn't go there if they, if they paid me 500 bucks. If they picked me up in a limousine, paid me 500 bucks, I wouldn't go there because I, I really don't care. I have no interest. If they win, hey, they win. Uh, Super Bowl maybe. Who knows? And if they lose, uh, what do I care? I'm not going to feign interest and be a late-in-the-year late bandwagon jumper. Even if they should wind up going to the Super Bowl, I'm not going to be one of those people. It's like the thing with the Marlins two years ago. Was I putting on a phony act? I had stopped going to Marlins games uh, like the season before that. Am I going to become like a uh, one of those front-running phonies at the end and jump on the bandwagon? No. No, that's not my style. I'm not interested in that. It's like a fake orgasm. I mean, you know, maybe some of you are very good at that, probably had a lot of experience. To me, it's a waste of time. So we'll put uh, names on the list, and we'll do drawing around 1.30. Okay? And, and assuming, of course, that there might be some people in the audience who might want to go to that game for free and a purple parking pass. How much the, does it have a price on those tickets, by the way? 59 bucks. 59 Well, i got news for you. For a lower bowl hockey game, is, you got those tickets Ray gave you? 57 Is that what your uh, tickets say on there, by the way? Look at the price. Zero. Oh, no. Well, those are comps. But I'm telling you, lower bowl, 57 bucks per ticket. So this isn't too bad, 59, and I have no idea where these are because I never have gone to any of my, uh, well, these must be club seats, aren't they? Yeah, these are club seats, by the way. Woo! Heavy duty, that's right. There it is, club seats, 217, row 1, seats 9 and 10. Heavy duty, baby. Somebody's going to be going in serious style on Saturday. 
And we still have an open line and date. How do you like that? Five six seven oh five sixty pounds. It's my anniversary. We got a pair of Bills Dolphins playoff club seats to give away. Not nosebleed. Not way up there in the corner that they can't sell for love or money. And we still got an open line in Dade County, where somebody wanted us to keep doing all our appearances in Dade County. By the way, even though our biggest and best one and it turned out to be in Plantation, and our biggest uh, borders turned out to be on the last weekend at any rate up in Palm Beach, Boynton Beach, and Boca, which shocks the crap out of me. By the way. If you had any idea how many people up there in Palm Beach are listening to the show, even what's her name? Well, even she'd pee her pantaloni. Although I think she's got a pretty good idea. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey. Happy anniversary, Neil. Thank, thank you, sir. And happy new year. And happy new year to you, too. With lots of health. Feliz año nuevo. With lots of health. And the same. Listen, uh, yeah. about the uh, the toilet uh, seat, why didn't you uh, go to a plumbing supply place? A what? A plumbing supply. Because there ain't no plumbing supply place anywhere nearby me that I know of. I just, you know. Did you look at the uh, in the book? Oh, I'm, I'm not, I see. I figure for getting a toilet seat, you probably shouldn't have to go to the Yellow Pages and look in the book and run around town. It's not, it's, you know, it's a toilet seat. Because some of these places, huh, they even uh, measure you and uh, they measure your ass? to make you. Because they got uh, hundreds and thousands of them. They measure your, yeah. Right. And your seat, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, anyway, have a healthy, uh, happy new year. And you, too. Bye. See ya. Did he say you, too? We have an open line of date, 5670560, pound 560 on the 18T line. He didn't want to be on the list. He's just a nice guy that was already on there that wanted to say happy new year and go get your thing measured. I got news for us here. I'd be too embarrassed to get my thing measured. Here's uh, Hialeah. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. It's uh, it's the five ninety five guy with the firm grip. Oh yeah. How you doing, sir? The guy that nearly drove me off the road in his tow truck. Yeah. Yes, sir. How are you? Maniac. Happy anniversary. Seriously. Stuff. Oh, no, wait a minute. You know, it's funny you mention that because I was just telling George about how my right wrist, and I don't have a limp wrist in spite of what they think. My wrist is killing me, and you know something? It never dawned on me. The day that I shook your hand is since that day, my wrist has never been the same again. I think you yanked my thing out of joint. Oh, come on. I'm telling you. Hey, Neil, a couple you of got things. a grip. I mean, uh, unbelievable. A couple of things, Neil. You got to be running for governor. Um, uh, well, first thing, uh, happy anniversary and happy new year. And the same to you, sir. Uh, my wife's mad at me because I told George happy uh, one year anniversary, and she's mad because I've never told her Merry Christmas yet. Yeah. Okay. Screw uh, her. Okay. Shameless request. Yeah. Anything you play is all right with me, Neil. Okay. You have a good one and enjoy your show. I'll see you on the road, pal. Bye-bye. Okay, and don't shake it so hard next time. In my hand, either. We have an open line. I'm serious. This guy's got a grip. I mean, there's some people, you, you know, you make judgments about people based on their grip. I have like, you know, an ordinary, uh, not a real limp, uh, wimpy, uh, faggy, uh, thank God handshake. Not like a wet noodle. That, that's bad. You ever shake a hand of somebody that's got like a wet clam? Oh, boy. Bob Neal. Oh, yeah. Bob Neal from Atlanta from Cox Broadcasting. Little wimpy guy with a little wimpy hand and a little wimpy uh, wet handshake. Clammy. Yeah. And does he, oh, he also gives you one of those, too? Oh, man. Yeah, I used the same finger, but I did something different with it. When we left, I gave him one of these when I had that last meeting. Oh, I have better things to do than come down here and, uh, you know, pass along information like this, like we're selling you to Paxson. What an ungrateful little prick he was, you know, that Bob Neal up there in Atlanta. I'm sick and tired of having to uh, pretend to kiss their ass over there at Cox Broadcasting. I'm tired of it. I mean, no, we got uh, some people over there who are friends, uh, friends like, uh, you know, loosely. What? What are you smirking about? It's true. Fair weather friends. And they're listening right now. Bob and Cheryl over there listening right now. They got nothing else going on in that building. And, and you know, they've admitted to me it's as boring as dog poop in that place since uh, IOD is out of their uh, picture, out of their life. Boring. They got the coast and hot 105. In fact, the logo on both stations just shows somebody asleep. That's how boring it is. 
Even they have to go in and keep poking Johnny Dark in the armpit to keep waking him up to read those liners again on the coast. It's eighty-seven along the coast. Jeez, how's he doing, by the way? Is he still an asshole, Johnny Dark? Uh huh. Here's Parkland. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I just want to wish you a happy uh, anniversary. Thank you. And uh, I'm one of those listeners that's been listening to you since uh-huh, W Snooze. Wow. Yeah, back in the days. Oh, with, with, uh, back in the days with, like Holy Joe and Doctor Jan Bellows. Yeah, and all that stuff. Holy Joe. Huh. And then all the other guys tried to steal away Holy Joe, and I think he met his maker up in the sky. Yeah, I think he went to that big South Beach in the sky or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got one shameless request. Yeah. The greatest song since Rick Riley stole my briefcase. Gelby. Okay. Thanks. You got it. Okay, that's good. Nobody, you know, nobody wants to be on that list. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're not selling too many dolphin tickets. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to go. Even for free, they don't want to. They don't even want a chance to win them. All they got to do is sit on their ass. They still don't care, which is fine with me. You know what I have to do is scalp them. Of course, how, how can you scalp something when uh, you know the game isn't going to be sold out? That's uh, you know, scalp. Well, even if I scalp them for thirty bucks a piece. Beware of exploding balls. Gelsey, Gelsey, talking on a sports show, trying to be macho, your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl, a little sports whole show, what else are you there for? Gelsey, Gelsey, talking like a baby, who needs a little training. Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber band. That choke your throat. Come, Gelsey. 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 Your lucky management don't tell. Cause, Gelsey, you don't belong there on the air. And Gelby, the sports can wait till your voice cracks. Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job. And they should only take you back when both your BBs drop. Oh, Gelby, Gelby, when you're gonna grow up, you make us wanna throw up. You silly, squeaky fool. Go to broadcasting school. Your pretty best boys make you sound like a putt. You're a putt. Yes. You're a putt. You're a putt. 1115 at 550 WQM. Just very briefly. The Lambeau Leap, Leroy Butler, was the first Packer to leap into the stands in 1993 in the game against the Raiders, and teammate Robert Brooks soared with it the next season. It's not used as much anymore, but any celebration involving the fans gets high marks, say the assholes at Sporting News, who treat all of this as though, of course, it's really entertainment, and uh, we love it. The mile-high salute. Terrell Davis and the Broncos brought some class-to-touchdown celebrations with a simple salute, and now it's seen from uh, Elliott Street to Sesame Street. And, of course, uh, Yarmer Yager in Pittsburgh stole that when he scores a goal for the Penguins. 
the uh, Dirty Bird. Here we go. The Falcons' foul play has both players and fans in the stands flapping their wings. Its popularity has flown as high as the numbers in the win column this season. And the uh, Dirty Bird just might fly, might fly right to Miami for the Super Bowl. And it's uh, no wonder a dance craze is popular with this team. Billy White Shoes Johnson works in the front office, which brings us to the wobble. Johnson was truly the NFL's first showman, it says, with his touchdown celebration in the 70s and 80s, a dance in which he scissored his legs and rolled the ball up his arms and down his neck. He had kids in schoolyards and playgrounds everywhere emulating his whimsical moves. How sad that is. The fun bunch, the 82 Redskins, had fun all the way to Super Bowl uh, 17. Formed as a sign of unity that receivers would pick up the slack in the wake of an injury to Art Monk, the fun bunch celebrated touchdowns by forming a circle, jumping in unison and high-fiving each other. Occasionally, an errant player, preferably a cowboy, would be caught in the middle. The fun bunch's routine led the league to put in a rule in 1984 that was supposed to limit end zone celebrations to spikes, but unfortunately didn't work. The Homer Heave. No, they didn't have catchy nicknames back in the 60s, but Giants wide receiver Homer Jones is credited with being the first to spike a ball after a touchdown. Yeah, let's take care of him, okay? Won't do it no more. Uh, the right way, Chiefs wide receiver Elmo Wright is the granddaddy of the end zone celebration. On November 18, 1973, Wright scored on a long touchdown pass from Lenny Dawson and began running in place with his knees pumping and arms churning. He finished it off with a spike, and the rest is history. The Icky Shuffle. The NFL put the kibosh on the dance. <clears throat> the Bengals' Icky Woods performed in the end zone. A series of hops as he shifted the ball from hand to hand. It didn't matter. He just performed it on the sideline and into the lore of Super Bowl 23. The boxer, return man, Vi Sikahima, originated this move with the Eagles in the early 90s, but only 49ers linebacker Ken Norton Jr. had the pedigree to pummel the padding around the goalpost standard after an interception return. The California quake. In the early 1980s, the Cowboys' Butch Johnson shot off imaginary six guns. Blew away imaginary smoke and put his guns in an imaginary holster. An outlaw image eventually outlawed by the NFL. And, of course, the funky chicken, 49er safety Merton Hanks, employs herky-jerky head and upper body movement after an interception also known as the quake and shake, also known as real embarrassing. <laughs> oh, God. So there you go. There's the history of all these uh, very ethnically stereotypical and disgusting. Butch Johnson, though, is white, which is why they, they made him cut it out. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, first time caller. Just want to wish you a happy new year. Thank you. I'm uh, in the lovely city of Miami this morning, and let me tell you, people down here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anyway, you can get me out to a Panther game. I haven't been to the new arena. What, I what do you mean, anyway, I can get you out to a Panther game? What, what does that mean? Well, what, do you got some tickets or something? To the Panthers? Yeah. No. Okay, we have an open line of date, 5 6 seven. Yeah, they, they, We got a Panther game. They're playing the uh, Bills and the Dolphins. That should be one hell of a contest. 5 6 seven, oh, five, sixty. This overhead blows today. Maybe that's why I'm gagging and choking because is somebody potching around with the levels again in here? Is that the problem? Yeah. The overhead sucks today. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. A guy wants a game, uh, tickets for the Panthers and the Raiders. Yeah, can I hook him up with the Panthers and the Raiders? Right. <laughs> Hey, Neil, I finally got my wife to listen to you because of the Buffalo Bills guy. That's fantastic. Maybe he wants to go see the Carolina Panthers. Maybe that's it. What's the lotion in the basket? Yeah. I just want one request to get her to listen to the All You Can Eat Negro guy. Okay, have a great day, pal. No way. 
We're not going to keep playing the same stuff over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, day after day after day after day, even though it is the holidays. The answer, sir, even though I hope you have a great new year, the answer is no. Okay, let's do Miami. Hello? Miami. Hey, Theo Neal. How you doing? Okay, sir. I am a number one Dominican listener. See? I'm here on vacation. Right. And I heard you. I listen to all the internet every day. And I have a lot of my friends listen to you in Santo Domingo. So I would like to suck up for those tickets, if I may. Yeah, I'm on. Okay, you can get on the list. I can't guarantee the tickets, but I'd be putting you on the list. On a similar request, Theo Neal. Yeah? If you could place into Lewinsky. Into Lewinsky. Happy New Year. God bless. Okay, hold on. Bye-bye. Okay, there's our first guy on the list. Into Lewinsky is actually on here. at 560 WQM, so the guy that I put on hold just now that wanted to hear that. Happy New Year, sir, but oh. I hung up. I put him on hold. So we still don't have anybody on the list, which is good. Because, uh, you know, next couple of hours, I mean, how many names can we get on there? So maybe if anybody, maybe just nobody wants these goddamn playoff tickets. Maybe that's why you assholes got 13,000 unsold seats, because maybe the interest is minimal to non-existent. Is there a possibility that that's true? Yes. Could be. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. This is uh, an old chronic calling you, wishing you a happy anniversary. Yeah. I don't know if you recognize the voice. I'll give you a few minutes. But, I'm listening. Uh, huh? I'm listening. Okay. Um, 
Now, I don't want to go on the list for the tickets. Um, as far as uh, the Who doctor, is this? Who is this? This is Stubby. Oh, my God. Stubby <laughs> must have had a, uh, a larynx transplant. It didn't sound like he's Stubby. Oh, really? He I must be talking to an Argyle sock or something. That's probably the crappy phone that I'm on. Well, that must be it. That's always a good, a good way to disguise your voice. Get a real crappy phone. There you go. Um, like I just got phone. one little special request. Yes, Stubby. For our uh, jiving and juking players. Play the complete OJ uh, blah, 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 blah thing. I don't know what by, you call it. Have you noticed, by the way, that uh, the Knott's Landing lady, she's abandoned us, and Roberto, that used to make all those tapes, he's abandoned us? Yeah, well. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm sitting around here with nothing to do. I'm not that busy, so I figured I'd give you a call. I hear you crying about uh, nobody's calling you. I don't forget you, my buddy. Okay, I'm always Stubby. listening. Okay. All right. And say hi to Kay. <laughs> See ya. Remember Stubby K? Does anybody remember him? Oh, man. I was thinking bad because, you know, the sale about three by four, you know, in Illinois, I was able to get a little food and other man. I tell you, man, I'm a little crazy. We sat around and looked at him. I didn't do nothing with a knife with a man. I said, you know, what time? So I was talking about, like, we sat around man. And he said, well, you know, they were going to try to, you know, bubbles and stuff, man, or whatever, bubbles and ridges. I didn't do nothing with him. So I'm telling you, man, you know what I'm saying, man? Oh, man, I shouldn't have been doing so much community with so much stuff at the time, man. I didn't do nothing. I'm riding back in the van. I didn't do nothing, man. No white food, brown You know, so. Five at five sixty WQM. Bill Zimfer for Hank this afternoon at two o'clock. That's no laughing matter. We got Josh Friedman at six. We got Geldy at seven for the uh, pregame show with the Panthers and Penguins seven thirty tonight. And Tom Jicka, good old Baldy. Tom Jicka will be on for Ed Kaplan after the game tonight. And by the way, if you call George and you ask him to be on the list off the air, the answer will be no, no, no. A lot of people waste their time doing that. There's absolutely. Is there any chance that we're going to put their name on the list if they don't come on here and talk to me? No. Okay. So after you ask George, can I be on the list to get my name on the list, the answer will be no. And then you'll hear a dial tone real quick. Or maybe he'll say yes, and you'll still hear a dial tone. Man, oh, man, what a bunch of anal retentive. It's 11:26, and guess what? We still have nobody on the list. Oh. All right. This is outstanding. I smell something. Somebody must be eating. Are you, you're not making anything, are you? I'm smoking a cigar. Oh. Well, that's great because I'm going to talk about Nick's right now. What timing, man. This man, he is the master of falling into a bucket of crap. That's right. I am. I'm the master. I fall into it all the time. This pot's not good. It's great. Bill's cigars in Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle. When he makes it wiggle, Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Well, he don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion between humidor and humid horse. And in Arkansas, the term cedar box means saw her naked. Stars report can lead to going blind. 
Now Clinton, he was working hard Late nights in the Overy office Working on a practical joke He took a Mac Canudo Put an exploding load in Poor Monica was blowing rings of smoke Bill's cigars in Monica's vagina She lets out a giggle Every time he makes it wiggle, Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. All people feel that Hillary's been made a fool of by her husband. Feel that Hillary was wronged. Up in the Lincoln bedroom, she was moaning, moaning. Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong. Bill's cigars in Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle. Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind, but a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Oh, can be standing, yeah, does matter, it's faster, oh yeah. What you gotta do is take a tip of real and put it in a grill, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's 1132. You're not going to believe this. I better uh, say something in there, okay? One moment, please. I just got to make sure it's almond. Oh, yeah, it's an elongated almond toilet seat that this uh, listener just bought at Home Depot, 30 bucks. And I just, they said, give the money to Center One. So I took the 30 bucks out along with a uh, $75 check that Woody Graber just brought in. So there's another 105 bucks for Center One. How do you like this? A goddamn almond toilet seat. Oh! Elongated. Oh! Oh, my God. Life is worth living now. Venus. Peanut, what is it? Okay, 26 till noon at 560 WQM. That is fantastic. So there we go. We're just rolling along singing a song. We want, and uh, Wayne Arnold is going to provide some food for us today. I saw Wayne at my mobile station on Flamingo Road a couple of days ago. Wayne was uh, pumping it and the gas, too. And I was pumping it and the gas, too. And I looked over and I said to myself, there's Wayne Arnold. Said, hey, Wayne, how you doing? He kind of like waddled over. Well, Wayne, you've uh, got to lose some weight, sweetheart. You're a great guy, but, man, Wayne's looking a little on the rough side. How about a resolution for the new year, Wayne, huh? How about, like, uh, cleaning up your act a little bit? Wayne is looking a little on a rugged side. Here's a mo- mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, can I get on the list? For this? Yeah. For this? Yeah. No. Okay, we have an open line at Broward. Is the overhead, like, turned off or something? I mean, I can just barely hear this damn thing, and I want to turn it up, like, real loud, because then we'll get feedback with the calls. It's, it blows. The overhead today I got up like twice as loud as usual. Oh, there we go. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Now we're making a little bit of progress. That's not too good. It's more of this great equipment we got here at QAM, baby. <laughs> but hey, at least we're in a nice clean building here where you can almost eat off the floor, and we will be in a little while when we get our uh, big one-year anniversary celebratory meal from Wayne Arnold's. And by the way, feel better. Marie, Marie from Wayne Arnold's is homesick today. Feel better, Marie. Feel it. Probably been hanging around with Wayne too much. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. No, hello. Yes, sir. Uncle Neil. What, what language would you be speaking now? What was that? Oh, I, I'm delivering some boxes here at this place that, that, that I work at. I heard at. what you say. You said Mama lost something or other. No, I said it. Come on. Listen. Yeah. Um, I got that that the small dish. You got a small Chris. one, yeah. Oh my God, that is the best thing ever made. Yes, sir. I told you. Unbelievable. I told you. The picture, the sound. Everything. It's the picture excellent. is so clear you can practically reach in here and exactly travel. That's right. Yep. Uh, listen, I want to uh, send the best to you and, and your mom for, for the New Year's. Your mama, yeah. Okay, and can I get on that list? Yes, you can, sir. How do you like that? Thank you very okay, much. And your, your mama, too. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Okay, there's one. They're fine. And I, put, I did put him on hold because I put that other guy on hold, too, and he hung up. He disappeared. He probably, his heart wasn't in it. You think his heart was in it? No. I don't think so. They just, uh, they're not all that excited, all you people over there at the PP Park that are waiting for the big long lines to uh, surface. Because I know most other places, as soon as they announce a playoff game, you know, people are in line, you know, they, uh, the minute that they're going to open up the, uh, the box office, hours and hours before, they're lining up by the thousands, and within a matter of a couple of hours, all the tickets are sold. Did that happen here? No. No. I mean, the four morning guys this morning, they got to put that poor guy on. He's begging and pleading and uh, squeezing. Please buy some tickets. Won't you please buy? No. Come on, you want one? No. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Neil Rogers, this, I got news for you, buddy. Never need your heart out, you little faker, okay? You little piece of turd. You little scraggly piece of human garbage. I guarantee you nobody ever brought Wayne Hypinga a uh, elongated toilet seat right to his puss, huh? Wow. And it's the right color, too. It's an almond. Is that fantastic or what? That's not the first time that guy's brought stuff in here, by the way. He's a great guy. Do we know his name? No. No. But he's a good and great listener. He's got a Panthers tattoo on his arm. So he's uh, all-American all the way around. Brings me in a goddamn almond to uh, toilet seat. And I, I feel so excited about it. I'm ready to do a on it right now. In fact, if we had Jeff Cohen coming today instead of uh, the other place, probably in about 45 minutes, I could do it right on there now. Instant response at the pizza log. That's right. By the way, did I mention that Fat Rich fell down and the busted his knee all off at Pompano Park Monday night? And then I Huh? And then I get a call yesterday at home with the whole story about, well, Kevin, he bet on Kevin Wallace, and a horse broke going to the starting gate, and he went running up to cancel the bet, and he was right in the window and yelling that Derek canceled my bet, and he went, took a tumble and a gigantic fall, and his knee, knee swelled up like a goddamn watermelon. He said a couple of the waiters up there uh, tried starting to chew on it. What? Well, we got, you know, old Joe up there. They know it's just a joke. They're great guys. I bet you Anthony wasn't chewing on it in your knee either, Rich, okay? How you doing, Anthony? But at any rate, uh, so far, Rich got a little bit of a problem. I'm looking at the schedule now. I see tomorrow we got um, New Year's Eve, of course. The track is always open. But Northville down simulcasting at 4 in the afternoon. Over there in Detroit, I guess they're uh, doing a little bit early in Detroit because everybody better be in real early on <coughs> New Year's Eve in Detroit. You know you know what I'm talking about? I like in Miami. Anybody going out for uh, New Year's Eve in Miami this year? No. Good idea. Probably a good choice. Oh, speaking of Pompano Park, again, he segues right into a uh, falls into it. 
What's the schedule tonight, he asked. Well, let's see. In 21 minutes, we got Milford High Life simulcasting at Pompano Park. we got Freehold Harness Racing, 1230, without Jackie Lee. Dover Downs at 430. Northfield at 7 o'clock from Cleveland. Dania High Life, 715. Meadowlands at 730. And I'm sure there's some more, but it's on the bottom of uh, another page here somewhere. Oh, here it is. Let's see. Let me match up the days. To the Yonkers, 740. No, it's not. Monticello, I, I can't make it out. <laughs> nice going, Carol, you simpleton. Meadowlands, 730. Monticello, 730. Maywood from Chicago, 830. And, of course, live on track racing tonight and tomorrow at the Pompano Park. Now, what about the uh, rest of the schedule? She didn't send me any. Okay, like I said. And then, of course, Friday. Oh, no, the closed Friday, New Year's Day. Look at this. I got on 17 different pages here from my good friend Carol over there at Pompano Park. By the way, be sure and say close to uh, hi, uh, hello, and my good close personal friend David Harrow. Anybody know David Harrow at Pompano Park? Stay away from me, David, okay? That's a New Year's resolution you should be adopting right now. Stay very far away from Uncle Neil. He doesn't want to see you. He doesn't want to hear from you. Don't give up on my home phone number to any more assholes, okay? And have a real happy New Year. Far away from me, David Harrow. So let me say it again. We got a simulcasting and the live racing today and tonight. And again tomorrow, closed Friday for New Year's Day, and then reopening Saturday with both of the above. At Pompano Harness, plunge your brain top. This is 560 QAM. Sports Radio 560 QAM. You're a bastard. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, eat the monkey, we're all monkeys now. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, eat the monkey, we're all monkeys now. Swinging tree to tree, we scream and squawk and shout. No responsibilities, that's what we're all about. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, eat the monkey, we're all monkeys now. We don't do anything, we're told because we don't know how. Don't brush our teeth, don't comb our hair, we don't even wear clothes. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We're not well-mannered, well-behaved, we just love to drop trowel. Well, do some tricks, we'll make you laugh until we are bad. Then we'll lay down, scratch our butts, and watch you all turn red. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We wouldn't want to be a dog, a cat, a horse, or cow. We're smelly. And we like it, and we've heard the things you said. Oh, don't come within 10 feet of us, or we'll whiz on your head. Oh, I'm a monkey, 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 we're all monkeys now. I'm a monkey, 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 we're all monkeys now. Swing it to the trees, we scream as we catch out. Now let's pass the Okay, 17 minutes, 560 WCM. Pat Rich, by the way, is the only person in the world I know who would go to the track, have an accident like that, and call you to tell you about it and uh, have to give you a rundown on every race, who won by how many lengths. They cashed a triple for 500 bucks, and Brad Kramer won the first two races at Northfield Downs, and uh, Kevin was going to the gate, and the horse broke, and he ran up to a cancel a bet, and he stumbled and fell on his big fat knee. You know, Fat Rich reminds me of my mother. But not quite as neurotic. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Neil. God. Yes, sir. Yes, the high priest of DNH. How are you? Okay. Listen, um, first year that I've given out all gifts at, as uh, from Center One, the Neil CDs. Right. I've never gotten such a good response on my gifts. Everybody loves them. I think I've gotten you at least three or four more listeners in in giving those gifts because some puts people. the lotion in the basket. Yeah, yes, works. exactly. It doesn't. And um, most of the people I've given them to, well, not most. I'd say half of the people I gave them to. 
didn't even listen to you, but they started listening since. And well, then... when you work on a radio station that's so big into promotion, like this one, you know, all the AM stations I've worked at is like, well, we're AM, we don't promote, we don't want to spend the money, and, uh, you know, we like it nice and uh, small and convenient. That's true. Can I get on that list too. now? Yes, sir, you got it. Hang all on, right. pal. Have a great New Year. You too. Okay, put that guy, he said you too, though. We can't stand in there, Irish. Well, I don't have nothing against the Irish. It's just that Irish music, you know, and then, of course, the Scottish with the bagpipes. Oh, sorry. Where are we going? Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, how you doing, Neil? Great. Nice talking to you. Uh, first time caller. All right. Uh, you make me laugh so bad. Uh, guys here at work, they just they look at me like, what's wrong with that guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to convert my wife. She's still not. She's yet not Jewish there. yet. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I want well, to tell what, you... What does that mean? I, I want to tell you a little thing. Last week, not this last hockey game, but the one before, I guess the Edmonton game. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there in, in between periods, and people are coming up, as they always do, and I'm sit, I sit on the end in my row. Mm-hmm. And so a guy says, hey, Neil, how are you? Love your show. And a guy behind him, which I don't know, a friend of his, his brother, and he, you know, and it was obviously the woman behind him. These three people are together is the point I'm making, okay? Yep. So the two guys, they both shake my hand, love your show. And the woman behind was one of their wives. And I look, and she looked at me, and I looked at her because, you know, I try to be reasonably friendly. I said, hi, how you doing? She gave me a look, I'm telling you, like I had just done a <laughs> right on the seat, you know? No, no, what, no. what it was with these women? I don't know. Don't they have a goddamn sense of humor? I don't know what's wrong. But, uh, no, she's not like that. If you were to come or we want to go to you, she'll she'll say hello and yeah. be very friendly. I know that. She's just not yet getting to, you know, to about your humor and the way you come across. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I wanted to call you, and uh, uh, thank you for that, for the entertainment. It's just great. Yes, sir. And uh, happy, uh, wishing you a happy anniversary. Right. And, and a happy year. List, right. And finally, yes. Shameless request if you were to put me on the list. Yes, I will. Thank you very much. I mean, a suck job like that, even Monica would be proud. No, no, you really are good. Thank okay, you very on. much. Thank you. Okay, Take care. Okay, so no, you really are good, even if you don't believe it. Okay, where is he? Whatever line he's on, he's on there, okay? Okay, we've uh, got that in case you're joining us in midstream, and I'm not giving stuff away in here anymore, except this one day I'll make that exception, like Michael did for Kay in the movie. I'll make just this one time you can ask me about my, my business. Because I'm not going to the game, and it would be a shame to, like, uh, I mean, what would be the point? That would be a, a stupid thing on my part. These are club seats for the big, exhi- what am I saying, exhibition? Well, might as well be. The big playoff game between the Dolphins and the Bills on Saturday at PP Park. Section 217, row 1, seats 9 and 10. And the purple preferred parking pass, which gets you right inside up close and personal, and you don't have to pay any money, and you don't have to uh, park 50 miles away. So there you go. I'm going to give away. We'll do the drawing at about 1.30. And so far, very few names on the list. So if uh, you do get on there, you might have a pretty decent chance. Better than winning the goddamn lottery. Here's uh, Miami Beach. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Listen, I got a bunch of, thing, uh, bunch of stuff to talk to you about, but yeah. I also want to be on the list. So, okay. You know. Wait, wait. Okay, Neil? What? Okay, the other day I'm listening. Well, what, you know? what are you going, wait, wait? What uh, does that mean? You uh, haven't uh, said uh, anything yet. Why would I be hanging up yet? <laughs> listen, uh, well, I get to listen every but once in a while. If you say wait again. And, and calling when I can, you know, and, and I heard you talking about the toilet seat the other day. And, you know, when I was in college, every time I ever moved, which is just about every other semester, man, the first thing to go was that old toilet seat and the new one. And the hardest thing was to always remember, you know, do you have the long one, do you have the short one? So I could definitely sympathize. And when you were talking about yeah. that, I had a feeling that you were going to See, when you're as fat as I am, you're in the shower, you stand down, and you can't tell whether you got a long one or a short one. Well, you know, I had a Christmas party last week, and I had a fat guest at my house. And yeah. they used the toilet seat, Neil, and they, they split the toilet seat in the middle. Like where, where your leg goes, like they were so fat that they cracked the seat. And I didn't realize it until I sat down on it and it pinched me and, I, and, and it actually drew blood, huh. believe it or not. 
and, and the reason and the reason why I'm sucking around today is at my work, you know, we have direct deposit, you know, and uh, so you count on the money to be in there Thursday, so you don't have to pick up the you know the check on Friday like everybody else. Well, the girl that does direct deposit decides she's going to take off extra day for Christmas, so no one's getting paid to New Year's, and everyone is broke as can be. And I would have called and ordered tickets myself, you know, on my uh, you know my debit card, but I have to suck around. I have no other way of getting to see it. I'm not going to get paid until the second or the third of the year. Okay. Can I be on the list? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> David J. Neal's a loser. Okay, hang on. Okay, he's on to put him on there, even though I do it reluctantly. What, what is all that stuff you've got there? What are you doing? What are you potching around now? I'm giving Woody a bunch of crap. I think Woody's already got plenty of... Uh... Crap. Right. Guy on two wants to be on the list. I just thought I'd mention that in passing. Okay, where are we going? Here's a mobile in uh, Boynton Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. I've listened to you for years and years and years. You make my day. Uh, happy New Year. Happy anniversary. And I got fired on Monday. Are you the guy that called and told me you got fired on Monday? I'm the guy that got fired on Monday. No, I'm a second guy that got fired on Monday. I love and I, the, and I just want to tell the people in Boynton, I want to tell the people in Pompano they can go suck off because... I'll get back on my seat. You guys stick. The hell with you. Okay. And by the way, uh, can I please get on the list? <laughs> okay, hold on. Right? He said suck off, by the way, too. I know it's kind of a muddy phone. I just wanted to clarify so everybody makes sure they understand it. Okay, that guy, wherever the hell he is, he's on uh, wants to be on there. I just mentioned that in passing because I know Woody's in there bugging the hell out of you and uh, disturbing our show. Okay, where are we going? Here's a uh, mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Okay, sir. I just want to wish you a happy anniversary, and I really enjoy your show. Thanks, sir. And I uh, got your uh, Best of Neil tapes, both uh, Volume 1 and Volume 2, and I really enjoy it. Uh-huh. And I got a couple of my teenage friends listening to you. And I was wondering if I could suck hard enough for the uh, Dolphin tickets. Okay, hold on. Okay, see, the, the, the people that said don't do this on here anymore, they're right, because uh, these people have nothing to say. That's why it's a killer, because they, you know, they're, 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 you know, they're trying very hard to say something, and they say the same thing. Every one of them says the same thing, and you're great, and we love you, and blah, 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 and I turned you out to my brother-in-law, and my boyfriend, and my girlfriend, and my uh, goldfish, and my uh, Pomeranian, and, uh, you know, and it's, uh, it's terminal. It's a killer. Now, it is the holidays. We don't really give a crap whether you listen or not at this time of the year, because there's no ratings, and we're just, we're going through the motions. I'll be very honest with you. I'm the only one who will tell you that. These other assholes will come on there pretending, like, working their ass off, and really, uh, you know, killing themselves to entertain the audience. Not really. I mean, uh, I'm here, I might as well be here, you know, like tomorrow. I could just as easy take off tomorrow. In fact, I was going to go to Vegas for the long uh, New Year's holiday weekend, but uh, why the hell do I want to do that? I went away last weekend. I'm getting too old to keep going on these long trips weekend after weekend after weekend. I'm just getting too old for that. I have to muster a little bit of strength and energy so the next trip i got a little bit of uh, something built up, if you catch my drift. Oh, here's a uh, mobile in uh, Florida City. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Okay, sir. You want to hear a story about Gary Glitter, composer of your favorite rock and roll song? Yes. Um, I found a paper a couple of months ago that, uh, you know, now I guess he gets so much royalties from that song that he lives, you know, in somewhere in the middle of England in some big mansion, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I say, let's go get him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's raking it in from that thing from our annoyance. But anyway, his computer takes a dump one day. So he calls in a technician and says, hey, my computer's taking it off. Um, the guy comes in, tosses open the uh, hard drive, and finds kitty porn on it. Really? So oh, yeah, Gary, I, I, read, I read about that. That's uh, right. Yeah. Gary gets dragged off to jail for right. having kitty porn on 
so he would be the, uh, the only, uh, Michael Jackson's not the only, uh, child porn, uh, pedophile, uh, musical piece. All right. There you go. So if anybody he, deserves it, it's Gary Glitter. I, I did read that. So that leads me into a request. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can still see that Michael Jackson tour. Nice long one to wake up this time while you're having lunch. Yes, sir. And number two, can I get on the list? Okay. All right, ready, aim. Thank you. God, is that thing annoying. And they just don't get the message, man. Of course, it's, it's the fans. It's you idiots out there. You know, no matter, no matter where it is in America, they crank that thing and, hey, you know, they, they, they just hear it. They're like automatons. As soon as that thing goes on, hey, they're, you know, like, they react like Pavlov's dog with that little bell, you know. And it's part of that same syndrome I've been telling you about. As long as they keep playing that and, uh, you know, make a lot of noise, then you think you're having a great time, even if uh, what's going on out there is garbage, if it is the worst, if it's pathetic, like most of the uh, Panther home games, although it's getting a little bit better now. I wouldn't get too excited, though. I should mention in passing, you know, we beat the Islanders in that game 5-1 two nights ago. They were in Tampa Bay last night and got shut out 3 to nothing <laughs> by Bill Ranford, who looked like uh, who looked like a combination of Martin Brodeur uh, Dominic Hasek and uh, Patrick Frog in his best days all put together. He looked like Jacques Plante and Johnny Bauer in their heyday put together. That's how good he looked against the pathetic, the inept Islanders. If I were Mike Milbury, I'd be getting my resume out right now, I'll tell you that. They suck. So just try to keep it in perspective, that's all I'm saying. I don't want to PNR parade, but keep it in perspective who we're beating. Here's Deerfield Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Great. I uh, just want to let you know that uh, everyone in my family now and now has the best of Neil CDs. Uh, so we contributed $240 to the Amer uh, Center One. All right. So that's good. And um, the reason why I'm calling is I'm I'm a 22-year-old guy, and I've got a little problem. I'm visually impaired. Yeah. And I <laughs> I've never done this before. Um, but nevertheless. Um, my Me and my dad are big big-time Dolphin fans. Right. I, it would be an excellent surprise to him if I could just be on the list and have a chance. Okay, to let's give you a shot. Hang on, pal. For him. Hang, hang on. Thank you. You bet. Okay, put him on the list, okay? In big letters. Okay, we're uh, checking our list and uh, checking it twice to see all that other bull crap, okay, and give those tickets away so somebody can actually have a good time because nobody's going to go out there and buy those tickets, are they? No. I mean, they just don't want to spring loose with all that money, for Christ's sake, especially. And, you know, a woman called the worst team this morning. She made a good point. Of course, she didn't want to admit that this is not a sports town to begin with, which it's not. And the fact that the TV station had to buy up how many games this year? At least two that I can recall. Or the uh, TV station that was going to be televising had to buy up the last two, three, four thousand seats so they could uh, televise it and not have a blackout. However, it's also right on the heels of Hanukkah and Christmas and uh, New Year's Eve party getting in the way here in the middle of all of this. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are tapped out. A lot of people going out there spending a lot of money on expensive toilet seats. People are tapped out now. So maybe not everybody in the world's got two, three, four hundred bucks to cough up for the tremendous experience of going out there and watching uh, the Bills and the Dolphins on Saturday at PP Park. So we'll try to help you out. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. You can kiss my rear end. Hey, kids. Are you tired of that neighborhood bully? He stole my lunch money. Ah, shut up, kid. 
and tell your mom to hold the mail next time. Next time, fight back. But he's bigger than me. No, no, no. Just tell mom next time she hits the candy aisle at the grocery store, pick up a pack of new Shock Cat candy bars. Shock Cat? Yes, it's a new candy bar made entirely from recycled cow dung. Guaranteed to turn your stomach. So next time... All right, kids, give me a lunch. No, no. Please don't take it. Just shut up and hand it over. Okay, here you go. But whatever you do, please don't eat my candy bar. Hey, cool. Ah, this tastes like shut. So, you want my lunch tomorrow, too? We got a hunch. You gotta blow lunch when you take a bite of that shack cat bar. All right, twelve noon at five sixty WQM. That's just in honor of our one year anniversary. I think it sums it up nicely here. Oh! QAM, yes, sir. And again, we apologize profusely for being totally ignorant and out of touch with reality. That big mess on ninety five yesterday, which we should have been here telling you and warning you about, and we were not. Are we really sorry about that? No. Well, I mean, it sounds good. It sounds real sincere. No, we should know about this stuff. Here's Fingerman. I bet you he doesn't give a crap. How you doing, sir? Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, I, I called you because I wanted, I, I wanted to wish you a happy anniversary. Thank you, Fan. I got your card, too. Thank you for that. You got finger. your card? Yes, that's, sir. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. I'm having a part-time now. Now, was that your finger or Michael Kane's inside? No, I, I have a part-time with Dr. Holly. Yeah. The, the proctology. Can I be on the list? Rectum? Yeah. You, you said yes? Yeah. Don't you remember that song, Hull and Oats, that song, Your Fist is on my list? Okay, hang on, finger man. Yeah, thank okay. you, Neil. I love you. Okay, I, I lost okay, no Vitas. Okay, put his finger on the list, okay, and maybe his name, too. That's Finger Man, who came up with one of the great lines in the history of the show. It felt like a finger. That's what Father O'Toole told him. Okay, and he somehow survived it. Here's uh, Pompano Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Happy holidays. Thank you, sir, and the same to you. Uh, I'm not going to yank your chain. I'm not calling with any stories or sucking around. I, I really want to be on your list. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a loyal listener. I like listening to you, but I'm just not a big caller, so I don't really have that much to say. Yeah, why not? Well, make something right. up. Make something up. Tell us that your wooden toilet seat broke and you got a splinter in your... Rectum. You know, something like that, like that other guy did with that uh, My stuff. wife likes the, the toilet seats with the cushion. I totally hate it. Jeez, uh, how can people do that? I don't know. When you have company over and big people sit on it, they leave a little something oh, behind. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully, I, hopefully she's the one that's got to clean it anyway. That's right. Oh, That's right. Beauty. Okay, pal, you're on the list. Have a great Thanks. New Year. Have a good New Year. Okay, hold on. Okay, that guy had nothing to say, but he's a good guy and his wife <laughs> on the uh, cushion. I, I saw, I, you know, because ordinarily, I, I hate to break the news to you, this is not something that is on my mind very much. A toilet seat is a toilet seat. It's just there. It's a part of life. It, it's like the knob on a door. It's not something I really think very much about, although I'm sure that there's some women out there getting a little bit excited. But nevertheless, depending on how tall you are, but uh, I go in that store yesterday, I guess the day before, when I first went into Kmart, and they got all these designer toilet seats and these cushiony ones and ones made out of uh, all kinds of material. And I'm thinking to myself, why would anybody want a, a cloth of toilet seat? Jesus. Ugh. Here's a, a mobile in bokeh. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's up? How you doing, sir? Um, I'm down from Toronto, and I want to talk about the Leafs. Yes, sir. What's up with Paul Fam? I don't think I read of him already. What's up with him? He's uh, hanging out. He's uh, being a professional frog and trying to straighten his lips out before they trade him. I don't know. I just don't know what Mike Smith... The problem with Mike Smith is everybody hates him like poison. Nobody wants to make a deal with him. He's a dick, guy. Yeah, he is. Could I be on the list? Okay, pal. 
Thanks. Go Leafs, go. Yeah, he's a Leaf fan. I'm not so, not so sure. Okay, well, put him on the list anyway. What the hell? Get him out of uh, off the street. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Love your show. Happy anniversary. Thank you, sir. I was over here working at this uh, company where they sell, you know, toilet seats and stuff. Yeah. And I was going to call you to tell you to come over here and get it because I know they have them over here. But uh, once I was on the line, I heard you giving away Dolphin tickets or at least on the list. And uh, I love your show and I would yeah. like to get on the list. And if I can have a shameless request to heal their uh, Darnell, learn to spell with Darnell. Yeah. That's one of your best uh, bits. Uh, I love my kids love to have, to hear them. I'm kind of nervous, so. Uh... Well, I'll put you on the list and hang on, okay? And okay, just take it by and have a good New Year. Okay, put him on the list. He's nervous, but nevertheless. This is learning to spell with Donnell. I'll be Donnell Jackson, and today we're going to spell the word consensus. Spell it with me now. Consensus. C O N S E N S U S. Now, let's use it in a sentence. Be careful what you say. Those cops can send us to jail. This is Lonely to Spell with Donnell. I'll be Donnell Jackson. Now, speaking of progress, by the way, maybe somebody can tell us about that, what that thing is with the uh, French Canadians and why they have the, the curled lip on one side, like you'll notice Luke Robitaille, who doesn't look all that bad, but he's got a lip problem, and Felix Potvin don't look all that bad. But he's got the, they have that curled lip on one side, like Jean Chrétien, the uh, Canadian prime minister who's also a frog. He's got like not only does he have a lip like curled off to one side, but like a whole like looked like he had a bad stroke, but he did not. He's stroking it, but he did not. And who was I watching? Oh yeah, I was watching that Tampa Bay game uh, against the pathetic Islanders last night, and that rookie, that kid Vincent LeCavalier, who's going to be a great player, scored a beautiful goal. And they were interviewing him between periods, and uh, he's a frog. And he also, have you ever noticed that? That French Canadians have that that the genetic like uh, lower lip. They could talk like. Yeah, what did they talk out of the corner of their puss? What what is that? What is it with the frogs that have like a, a, a little twisted lip problem? Maybe they have something in their mouth that uh, kind of like push their uh, lip off to one side. You think that could be it? Yes. Here's a mobile in Deerfield. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, listen. Uh, can I get some slurping sounds for all these people sucking up for the Dolphins ticket? Isn't that something? Yeah, I mean, listen. I'm calling to be put okay, on the I list. I can promise you I'll never do it again, by the way. this uh, uh, now, now, I, now that I'm listening to this, I do realize, thank God it's a holiday, and this show is a, uh, you know, no-countered. Uh, boy, it's brutal. Let me tell you something. I went. To, I called the box office to get the tickets until I realized I had twenty six dollars in my account. But it's pathetic. I come from New York. I've been mean, the Dolphins fans all my life. Yeah. I saw them kick the crap out of the Jets in eighty two when I was like five. And the Jets are the Giants. Oh, was that they, that big AJ Dewey game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they in, in always the, mud, the game in the mud. Yeah. Yeah, they always sell out, and I can't believe that there are fourteen thousand some odd tickets left yeah. over for this game. I predict yeah, this, the game will be blacked out. I don't want to. I don't want to pee in anybody's parade, but I just I can't see any way seeing the history of the way this town goes. How are they going to sell between now and twelve thirty tomorrow, thirteen or fourteen thousand, or even ten thousand, assuming that uh, Channel Ten would pick up the others? They'd have to sell nine or ten thousand anyway. At it's least not going to happen. No. This is the most pathetic sports town I've ever seen it in is. my entire yeah. life. And like I said, we keep filling up the Macarena with all those bodies, but as far as uh, you have to have a you have to get a search party to find any real hockey fans in there. Let me tell you something. I try to talk sports to people down here, and they don't know what they're talking about. And, I, and that's just the station. If I try to pick up somebody on the street, forget about it. Yeah. All right. Like well, you I said, I'm not up... picking up anybody on the street. Okay, hang on, pal. We'll put you on the list. Okay. Okay, put him on there, and uh, he's absolutely correct. He's right on target. But, you know, he's not going to change it. We can sit here and bitch about it and bellyache about it, and that's going to be one of my New Year's resolutions. Until January 2nd, I'm not going to do that. 
And since I won't be here the second, oh, that's right. This is uh, tomorrow's our last show, right? Remember, we had the lady from the Christian Coalition, and then that other guy, that uh, blockhead, that the cops were knocking on his door twenty or thirty times. I couldn't stay off the phone. Oh yeah, you're all done. You're all finished. You'll never be on in '99. This year, you're all done. Yeah. Hate to break the news to you. I'll be here tomorrow. I'll be here again Monday, and I'll be here Tuesday, and I'll be here Wednesday. Unless, of course, that lottery should kick in around Saturday. Here's Plantation. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I got to tell you what about was that. Sound there at the beginning. Hold on Jesus. one second. There, now I'm on a better phone. Okay. I got to tell you about uh, an incident that happened to me uh, last week at the Macarena. I'm going to be a Washington game, and I'm a season ticket holder. I have two. Tickets. You call that a game? <laughs> well, you got a point there, but I didn't know Ooh. that beforehand. Um, but anyway, I don't always have uh, someone to go with me, so I sometimes sell my extra ticket outside the arena for like fifteen, ten bucks, whatever I can get for it. Straight and to jail, pal. I know. So I'm Straight standing, to jail. I'm standing there, and I'm not really being real obvious, and some guy comes up and asks me, have a ticket? And I say, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I say, he says, I'm, I say, how much? He says, I said, 15 bucks. He says, okay. So we're just getting ready to, he's going to give me the 15 bucks, and this, this uh, uh, Heisinger Nazi runs up yelling at me, you can't sell tickets on this property. You can't, it's, it's against the law. It's against the law. And, I, and so I didn't want to argue with the guys. So I say, okay, well, you know, this is actually my friend, and I'm just going to give him the ticket. I'm not going to sell it to him. And he goes, you can't give away tickets on this property. It's against the law. You can't just give it away. <laughs> and I, you know, if I had had the guts, I would have said, look, I'm going to stand right here, and I'm going to give this guy the ticket. Now, you call the cops and have me arrested for giving this guy my ticket that I paid for. But anyway, we just walked in together. He followed me in, and I held both the tickets. We walked through, and he paid me after we got inside. I mean, it was ridiculous. Unbelievable. Sounds like some kind of a Nazi operation to me, if you ask me. <laughs> so I know now, next time, to be a little bit, maybe I'll go a little bit further away from the Nazis yeah, before yeah. I try and stop. Do it right down there by the escalator. It's never working anywhere. There's nobody, <laughs> nobody hanging out there. Yeah, that was another thing. All four of the escalators were out of order, and i got to go up to the fourth floor. Oh, the other ones are out of order, too? Oh, yeah, the ones going up to the fourth floor. Oh! There was one working, and, and I, I get on that one, and I'm halfway up, and that one stops. So yeah. now all four of them are out of order. And uh, I think they've got a problem there. Okay, pal. But, hey, can I get on the list? Yes, you can. Hang on. Thanks. I'm in a great mood today. I'm not really sure why. It's my one-year anniversary. We survived the year. Thank God it's over here in this place. We got all the bugs out of the way this past year. Didn't we get them all out of the way? No. Did we get everything straightened out? No. Ten minutes afternoon at 560 QAM. Where do you find Ed Kaplan? Right, you the just for the Thanks, we are. Keep that one away, okay? Yeah, sounds like some kind of fascist operation at the Macarena. Listen to the footsteps of a Nazi wing. A hot dog and a beer costs only 40 bucks. The bathrooms all have dollar changer slots. His attitude in businesses would really suck. He's taking us for all we've got. Wait, wait, our pocketbooks are made of glass. Waiting and pillaging are part of the past. Let's give the Vaseline and stick blockbuster park up your ass. Rectum. Listen to the bootsteps of the Nazi wing. 
Well, I'm giving Wayne a break. That's what Buddy Nevin says. Give him a break. He's a real philanthropist. He never stole a freight train, a caboose. So we're going to give him a break? No. That's our uh, that's our resolution for 1999. Are we going to give Wayne Hypinga a break? No. Where are we going now? Here's a lady in Miami Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hey, um, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary from a loyal woman listener. Well, thank you so I don't, much. I don't think anybody's called yet today. Any ladies. You know something? you got a good point. How do you like that? That really makes me feel like crap. Well, that shouldn't. Thank God for you. Now, one woman out there, that makes me feel like walking Crap. on legs is what it makes me feel like, that you're the only lady that cared enough to call today. That's probably because all these guys are calling, sucking for those damn stupid tickets. Well, that's true. Um, um, Cannot stand people that call in and suck around for free tickets. That's just a joke. I'm just kidding. I just, well, I just want them to, to wiggle and feel bad, you know. I've got a story about Pro, Pro Player Stadium. Yes? Um, I went to TP the, Park? Yes. I went to the Denver game. <laughs> Uh, night, yeah. Last week ago, and I had to sit in the wheelchair section, mm -hmm. which is like right below the first row on the low on the lower side, mm -hmm. and so it's kind of down by the field. However, um, all the people down there, the wheelchair uh, people, they will not let them have beer down there. Yeah. So I, well, you have know, you ever seen the wheelchair people when they start getting a few pops in a the man? They're well, all over the place for those things. <laughs> Ever seen Chris Reeve after two or three, after he sucks a couple of beers through that straw? Man, but drinking I, beer through a straw, it'll get you every time. You know, it's Plastic. bad enough somebody's in a wheelchair and then they can't even have a beer. Isn't that incredible? Well, that's but, that Nazi yeah. Wayne again, man. Yeah. So, All he wants is your money. Once you're inside, he don't give a crap about putting on a show, giving you anything. All he wants is your money. Anyways, could I be on your list? Okay, hold Maybe on. I can sit somewhere where I can have a beer. There you go. Okay, hang on. Thank you. Okay, and steer that thing straight. Oh, now, how, what did you do that for? She has her special line? I called her. Oh, or George called her. Hi there. Happy how are you? I haven't heard from you in a very long time. Boy, I've been feeling so blue about that. Oh, don't feel blue about that. I'm feeling so bad. I thought, well, maybe one, one, of, one of several things happened. Either she left town or else she ballooned back up like an elephant again and gained all that weight back, and she's too embarrassed to talk to me. <laughs> that didn't happen, did it? No, not really. I'm not thin like I was, but I'm not what I was before either. You're like somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm going to try to make a New Year's resolution to get back. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's a pain in the ass. It's so, it's so tired and old and boring and so on. Exactly. It just stinks. Yeah, it does. It does. I want to eat my fish food, goddammit. Exactly. I want to eat the good stuff. You had to tell me about that, and you know I had to try it, so I and, have to stay away from that section are you of hooked? Publix. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure is. And my Publix, man, they got like 7,000 pints of it in there, and all my mobile stations where I get my gas, they got 50,000 fish sticks and 2,800 different kinds of pints. I keep thinking I'm going to run into you because we shop the same places. And yeah. yeah. Will you shop in my Publix? Yeah. Well, how come I never see you in there? I don't know. You ever see my bag boyfriend Frankie in there? I'll have to check him out. Hey, Frankie's a great kid. Very good looking, too, by the way, but I shouldn't say that on the air. Right here. Well, Frankie's a great kid. He's always uh, very friendly. Are you listening to Frankie? Happy New Year, Frankie. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe he'll let you come in here and uh, pop a zip for him. Okay. Got one or two, yeah. Something like that. They'll straighten out. Mm-hmm. I missed you. Yeah. But I mean, I, I've been there. I just. I just what? I don't I know. Now we're going to start getting busy with the uh, taxes after. I know it. Yeah. It's going to be awful. Well, what have you been so busy doing? There's nothing going on here. Holidays. Nah, before the holidays. You've been too busy for a long time for me. Let's face it. Are you uh, like, yeah, having some kind of an extramarital affair? Or yeah, something? that's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, let's not tell anybody. I can understand. <laughs> No, that's no, my bad. husband's the greatest. He is. I would never. You never know it, but he's a good guy. He's the greatest. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Love him. Yeah. 
I just what? looked. George, George is laughing. He's snickering and he's laughing. He's rolling on the floor. He's is a great guy, so he doesn't look like Frankie he is the bad a great boy guy. in public. He's a, you're right. He's a hell of a good guy. I mean, if, if the only people in the world that were good people are the people, a lot of people that look great are assholes, okay? That's right. After you're done with them, you toss them away, okay? That's right. And then you move on to the ugly people because we're the good people. Hey, we're the good people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what George said. So, yeah, everything's good. I was gonna stop by too, but I haven't done that. You're gonna stop by where? Like, I'll say hi one day. Oh, that would one be nice. One of these nice. days when I really get my nerve up. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Don't hold your breath. Though. You know. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> you can tell I'm really out of practice. At oh this. God. <sighs> I would say it's been uh, really desperate not hearing from you, but based on this call. Why, thank you. No, you're you're great. Okay, well, listen, I'm glad you're feeling well. I'm glad you haven't gained all the weight back and ballooned up to your previous uh, gigantic size. Oh, my size. God. I couldn't even imagine. No, that would be bad. It would definitely. And congratulate me on my new toilet seat. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. Okay. And have a happy new year. You too. And say hi to your husband. I will. Okay. Take care. And your boyfriend. Okay. See ya. Bye. And Frankie. Okay, 1218, there's the not lady. Now I feel like we can go home, okay? Finally. Boy, that was almost as tough as finally hearing from my friend Izzy. Maybe Izzy was a little bit too incoherent to call me. Not that we want you to call again, Izzy. I mean, the one call this year was enough, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was enough. But uh, anyway. So now, and who was the other one I was looking for? Izzy and the Knott's Landing. And oh, Roberto. Roberto. Well, he probably flew the coop. He must have been deported. I'm surprised you didn't run into him at the INS on Monday. Yeah, George was at the INS building on the corner of Biscayne and 79th Street on Sunday trying to get his illegal alien status upgraded like uh, maybe you can stay here another year. He's helping lower numbers all day. Yeah, right. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. All right, Neil. How are you? Happy anniversary. Same to you, sir. I mean, Happy New Year. Happy yeah. whatever you're celebrating. <laughs> whatever. I'm celebrating. Um, Butch Johnson, by the way, is black. Butch at Johnson? Half, at least half black, I think. He's black? Yeah. Oh, he's real, but he's real, nah, he's real light-complected, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's very light, but I think he... I don't know if he's Butch, but I know he's real light. <laughs> the only white guy on that list might have been that Bicicahima. Or yeah. Or something, anyway. Uh-huh. He sounded like but, Hawaiian or something. Like, what was that, yeah. Moisey Tupupu? Something like that. Right. Why is it, too, that um, football is the only sport that this, you know, is carried on in? You never see... Can you imagine, like, the Marlins down 7 nothing in the 8th inning? And Ed Durant-Zaria gets a blue single and he reaches first and he starts shucking and jiving? No, no, I cannot imagine that, no. I mean, why no. is it just, um, you know, exclusively football players that act like this? Uh, that's a very good question. And probably because the National Football League is so busy being a bunch of hypocrites that uh, no other sport would put up with it. They wouldn't tolerate it. Oh, I yeah, would I mean, say I... this. I would say this, though. The NBA, I was thinking about this the other day. Dennis Rodman, can you imagine a baseball player or a football player dressing and conducting himself like Dennis Rodman? No. No, no way. No. No really? way. <laughs> and there, you know, there are a lot of people, especially white people, again, who think that he's very entertaining, that he's amusing. He makes me want to throw up. I look at him, and he makes me want to vomit. With and his I drag routine and his Madonna bullcrap, and at uh, who was he married to for five minutes, and then uh, Carmen Electra. Yeah, Carmen Electra. Uh, Electra. Uh, this. You know, I can't see what a chick like her would see with a guy like that. She didn't. Uh, it was just the whole thing yeah. was a, uh, a gag. He was. She was gagging on it. <laughs> Obviously. And listen, I was channel surfing last night, and I came across Sports Town. Yeah. What happened to the um, the girl and the black guy? They oh, gone? they're gone. They have different. They have like revolving hosts. They have different. Every uh, couple of weeks, there's somebody new and different on. Oh, them. yeah, because I haven't watched in a while. I just noticed there's two different people. I didn't know what yeah. was going. Um, well, anyway. you'll you'll find just a blank screen on that channel before too long. <laughs> yeah. Have, have a great New Year, pal. Hey. Yeah. Put me on the list. Okay, hey? hold on. How did I know that? Just as I was about to put my finger on it. 
Okay, so how's that Wayne Arnold's food coming, by the way? Anybody seen that yet? No. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Happy one year. Thank you. Listen, Neil, I'm going to Vegas for the first time, and I hear that you travel there quite a bit. I was wondering if you could give me a couple of... Uh, McDonald's? A couple of McDonald's, 7-Elevens? <laughs> In-N-Out Burger? Oh, come on. Carl's Jr.? Carl's Jr.'s out there. Jack in the Box? Jack in the Box. Well, a couple of a couple of uh, what? What are you looking for? A couple well, of know, houses? A couple of, like where do you like to go gamble and a couple of good restaurants? Forget about restaurants. There's uh, I don't I don't know from good restaurants. I don't have time. See, I can't waste my time. I'm I'm too busy losing money when I'm in Vegas. I don't have time to uh, search out. They got Ruth's Chris out there, which you can go here, but they got two of them out there, which are sensational. Oh, really? In fact, I would say, with all due respect to my friends in Fort Lauderdale, the best Ruth's Chris in the world is the one on Sahara. I think it's Sahara. In uh, Vegas. Okay. It's unbelievable. Any good shows? I, I don't go to shows. No shows? No, but go to the MGM and go to the... Uh, you'll, you'll check out the Bellagio and you'll say, hey, this is... Is this your first trip? Yes. Oh, it's your first time ever, so you have no, nothing to gauge it by. So you'll be you'll be so overwhelmed. Just be sure and check out all the big joints. Check out Caesars and the Mirage and the Bellagio and MGM Grand. And maybe you'll want to go into New York, New York for five minutes until the noise drowns you out and you have to run out. But uh, it, it's great. And don't waste your time going downtown. Okay. Don't waste your time. It's uh, it's bogus. All right, Neil. One more thing. Yes, sir. Can you play uh, that underpants uh, song? Underpants. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's the right name. Oh, he, you want that awful thing that George plays all the time when I'm not here? What is that thing called? That underpants song? The underpants song. Okay. Have a great yeah. New Year, pal. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Uh, put Isaiah on the list for me, will you? Okay. Get out of here already. Get out of here. By the way, the answer to the underpants song is no. Well, wait till George is here next time, to my next vacation, okay? Because I do not play the underpants song. In fact, I just, uh, I'm glad that he reminded me, because the next time George plays the underpants song will be the last time George fills in. Okay, we have an open line at date, 5670560 and pound 560. I can't believe you play that. That is, that is the worst. It's just a little long, but it's okay. No, it's not. It's a fine song. I'd rather play I'm My Own Grandpa, oh. which I know you hate like poison, which is all, it's bad, it's weak, and I admit that. But that's even better than... What are you going to do with all the love you're hiding in your underpants? Oh, and just the way he says that, underpants, I mean, just, just that phony, rednecky thing. In fact, I'd like to hear Booger Belmonte do a takeoff on that with that rednecky, all he needs is a banjo in there. That's what we need to hear. One more. I know I played it yesterday, but that's what we need to hear with the big game coming up and these tickets that we're giving away and all these, all these shameless suck-arounds we got today. Yeah, one more time for the West Coast, okay? Well, Buffalo has a football team, the greatest in the land. And everybody thinks they're great, because they really are. The Buffalo Bills are the number one. See what I mean? So just sing along. When you say Miami. When you say Buffalo. And here's that. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Okay. They're the greatest team in the history of the human race. They're the Buffalo Bills. They're the greatest thing since sliced bread and canned beer. Yeah, there you go. And you, and you jazz up that redneck stuff. You listen to that banjo. Holy sweet God, listen to that. When you say Buffalo Bills, it don't sound so rednecky, do it. Everybody sing along now. Are you Bill fans? Here we go. 
Well, the Buffalo Bills are the best team. They have the best record over the last five years. And they went to the Super Bowl four times, which is more than I can say for this uh, scum-sucking fish. And they're uh, the greatest. Because I really like their uniforms. They sure as hell beat the heck out of having a fish on the helmet. Because they're the Buffalo Bills. The best football team. What I ever seen in the history of my life, they are the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. The home of Jim Kelly, the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah, everybody, the Buffalo Bills. They're the Buffalo Bills. And they've been around longer than the stinking rotten fish. Well, they're the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. What would you rather have as a pet, a buffalo or a fish? What is a Buffalo Bill? It puts the lotion in the basket. I'll bet it does. 1226 at 560 WQM. George just brought up a good point. Today being my one-year anniversary here on WQAM, we can steal some of those old uh, bumper stickers from some presidential races in the past. Four more years. Oh. Right to the day, baby. Oh, God. In fact, after, like, tomorrow, it'll be like three and something. Even though it'll be three and a lot, it'll still be a three will be that first number. As in, like, there's light at the end of the tunnel. News flash. Due to recent news of experimental penis transplants taking place in France, there's been a sudden rash of penis thefts all across America. Small endowed men everywhere are turning to the wrong side of the law in hopes of finding renegade French doctors to extend their manhoods. If you're a long-donged man, be careful and take every precaution you can. Lock your doors and your drawers. Even padlock your penis to your hip if possible. You might even want to monogram it just in case. Any individual caught at French or American customs with a stolen penis will be sent to a fully gay prison for life. Once again, penis theft is on the rise. Take necessary precautions or you could be next. 1230 at 560 WQM. Here's uh, the bag with all the food in it from Wayne Arnold's with all my food in it. A couple of nice neatly burgers with bacon and cheese. Kosher, by the way. Oi! And a couple of Rochester White Hots with pork. Kosher with onions. Perfect. No bread, no starch, no sugar, no SS twins, the starch and the sugar. And it says on the bag, happy anniversary from Hudson. Do we be known Hudson? Do we know who that is? No. Thanks, Hudson. Over there, Wayne Arnold. Okay, great folks. Like I said, I saw Wayne at the gas station the other day pumping it. Here's uh, Lauderdale by the Sea. Hello. Hey, Neil. Happy, yes. happy anniversary. Thank you. I missed half the show Monday, and I wondered if you went over that story about the waitress from Lakeland that was fired. No. From the Olive Garden about... Didn't see it. She was in front of the congressman, uh, I guess it was Representative Kennedy, a uh, Republican member of the oh, House... Oh, Kennedy, that's that Pete Bolger, uh, that uh, ugly twin, yeah. was a member of the House Judiciary Committee. That beady-eyed piece of crap, yeah. And he was a former Democrat, and uh, I guess she mentioned to someone in the restaurant... Uh, how she uh, thought that uh, he is ignoring the will of the people in his vote right. to impeach, and uh, and he overheard it and went to the manager, and uh, then then said, "Have you anything to say to me?" And so she made the statement that uh, he, he thought he was a turncoat and a traitor for stabbing the president in the back. Right. He was immediately fired. How do you like that? Yes. Well, I hope she sues the crap out of them. <laughs> How the hell can they control her political opinions and we're slopping burgers in a restaurant? Well, they, they say that... Uh, that they... Kennedy guy, I'm telling you, that's Pete Bolger's identical twin. The <laughs> ugly twin. The evil twin. So, the assassin. Yeah, and, uh, well, it's typical. I noticed in Newsweek they have listed all the the congressmen and the way they voted. They got a graph scheduled uh, 
color-wise, it shows you who voted for what. Yeah. You know, only four of each party voted the other way. Well, you just wait and see, boy. As soon as the Senate gets this thing going on the 7th in about a week or whenever it's going to be, they're going to zip through this thing like Grant took Richmond, man. They're going to get it over with real fast just before Bubba makes his State of the Union address because uh, they're sniffing it. They can see the public's ready for a revolution here. They're, not going to, they, they, they're starting to get the message. But they're doing all this posturing and, well, you know, we have to investigate. We have to have a testimony. Bullcrap. There ain't going to be any testimony. In fact, these are the same assholes who were saying in the House we don't have to have any testimony because all these people are all these people's already testified before the grand jury, and it's all in Ken Starr's report. So why waste the time? And now they're the same assholes and liars and hypocrites who are saying, "Well, uh, let's have some testimony." Right? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Let's just cut the bullcrap, okay, and get on with life. Yeah, uh, I also have a shameless request. And everybody ought to go out there and buy that damn uh, book about Ken Starr by James Carville that I just finished reading last night. They get the whole inside story about Richard Mellonscape and all these payoffs and all these bribes and about Ken Starr being a right-wing asshole. Go out there and get that little book, believe it's me. It's a definite right-wing conspiracy. Yes, sir. Right from the get-go. Uh, the request I have is, uh, I don't even know the name of the bit, but it was like Don Corleone in a like a parody of the Star Wars thing. And uh, with different people, but uh, I don't know what the name of it is. What is it? It's it's like Don Corleone talking to, some, to somebody. What is it? Well, wait a minute. Star Wops. Oh, Star Wops. Oh, okay. Have a great New Year, pal. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Awning soon from directors George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola, the newest chapter in the Star Wars saga. When the heads of two families collide in space, they become Star Wops. With an all-star cast, James Earl Jones as Darth Vito and Marlon Brando as Obi-Wap Kenobi. You should not have come back, old man. Your powers are weak. You can't win, Doc. If you strike me down now, my family will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. When I left you, I was but the winner. Now I am the master. Only a master of evil, Doc. Al Pacino as Han Solo Mio. Come on, come on, Greedo. You want some of me? Come on, you're going to mess with the best. Say hello to my little friend. Sylvester Stallone as Chewbacca, the book. With new feature footage never before seen of the ominous Don Java. Ah, mi bambino, is blasimada un blastare, istanda frida grido fretaja. You must know how come Han Solo Mio turned Grido into an egg and potato pie. Tony Danza as Luca Skywalker. Yoda, Leia, Jonathan. Luca, my son, you must go to the Dagobah. Dagobah? Is that in the swamp? No, it's a bar on 7th Street where all the guys hang out. You must go there and learn the ways of the sauce. The sauce? The sauce is what gives a Jedi his power, his energy. Where is the sauce? It's in my kitchen, it's in your kitchen. It grows between the sausage and the ravioli, the pasta and the meatballs. It combines everything together. With special guest appearance by Joe Pesci as... Princess Leone. You haven't seen anything until you've seen everything. And don't miss the final chapter of the saga. Return of the Judai. Coming soon to a temple oh, near you. May the sauce be with you. 1236 at 560 WQM. Is that who that was in there before? I didn't even recognize him. I only saw him once before in, uh, in my life with that bad hairpiece.
Uh, so, by the way, George says Bob McKay, who's the uh, program director over at Country Kiss, was in there. And now that he's out of the building, George said, he's an asshole. Okay, let's do a lady in Coral Springs. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi, this is a long-time listener, first-time caller. Great. I'm, nervous. I'm a woman, too. Thank God. we got what two am I, now. What third one? Three. Uh, three, yeah. Up to three. We had a call three's one. a lucky number, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Whatever you're saying. I hope so. I'm, I'm sort of lucky. But listen, I want to call because you're off the toilet seat now, right? Yeah, I'm off it right now. Yeah, well, I'm... Because I'm eating I, lunch. You don't want to be eating and sitting on the well, toilet seat yeah, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but I... <laughs> Although I know some people, like uh, Al Goldstein, probably do. <laughs> I'm calling because of a, toilet, a funny toilet seat story. At least I thought it was funny. Okay. We went to Wildwood, New Jersey, for a summer vacation. We were living... Oh, Jersey. Well, that is a toilet. You're Wildwood, right. New Jersey, near yeah. Cape May. Mm-hmm. And we used to spend all our summers there before 72 when we moved down here. We've been Holy! All that time. But anyway, we stayed at a friend. He's a comedian on the weekends, and he gave us his apartment for the week. And so we showed him his apartment for the week. Okay. That's to stay in, because he wasn't going to be there using it. And so we were there, and he never told us about He had a crack. He had a, a wooden toilet. He had a crack problem? That had a crack in yeah. his seat. So he had a wooden toilet seat that had a crack He didn't even seat. say, watch out for the splinters? So, no, he never even suggested there was a problem. And so my husband, uh, after we had been out at happy hour and everything and doing our thing and having a wild good time, we came back and he had to do a quick apple two-step, as you say. And he went into the bathroom and he sat on that seat and it slid off like a hockey puck. Not And because of where the split was, it broke and the metal thing that holds the back on went right into yeah. the tank. And we had a flood of water coming on and I mean... Crazy story. Oh, God. Right in the middle of my beautiful lunch, I got a mouthful of beautiful Wayne Arnold food here, and you're telling me uh, <laughs> stories. Yes. Great. But I'm really nervous. <laughs> I don't blame you. First time I called you, and my husband said, get on, get on. And because a lot of times I was going to call, and you said, I want a woman to call. There you go. a woman that has big ones. Well, <laughs> look how painless it was. You got big ones? Why didn't you get No, no. Okay, sweetheart. Have a great New Year. Okay. Can you put me on the list? Sure, and don't do it again. Okay. okay hang on. Hang uh, on uh, on the line and hang on tight on the sides of your bowl. Yeah, toilet uh, bowl stories. That's what we're going to be hearing for the next several weeks now. Like my story at uh, Vinny's, Vinny's restaurant there in the Davie. True story. Slid right. The thing just came flying right off of there. And it's a miracle, I mean, with the urgency, with the sense of urgency that my body had at that moment, with the, uh, like, just on the verge of bursting. You could almost, like Francis Scott Key said, you could almost feel the bombs <laughs> bursting in air. And somehow, with miraculous, amazing uh, self-restraint, I managed to uh, pick that seat right up off the floor, put it back up on the bowl, and just mount that baby again in the bowl to <laughs> and to do it right. Thank the Lord. Oh. Okay, we have an open line of date, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. We got the Knox Landing Lady today. We got a great anniversary lunch from Wayne Arnold's. I got me a beautiful toilet seat, thanks to our listener out there, and 30 bucks more for Center One. And Woody Graber brought us a nice check. What the hell more can anybody want on those 560 QAM? This is 560 QAM. And keep his pecker in his hands. Hi, this is Martina Navratilova. I may be retired from tennis. But that doesn't mean you still can't smell me. With my new fragrance, Martina. Let my smell always be with you. Martina, a combination of fresh cut lindenbrass and my tennis ball. 
So even though I'm not playing tennis with my team, you can still smell my balls in time. Martina, strong enough for me, but weak for a woman. 1243 at 560 WQM. How's he doing, by the way, these days, Martina? Here's a lady in uh, Tamarack. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Is this Neil? Yes, it is. Hi. I'm calling because, um, oh, gosh, they've never done this before. Good. My um, boyfriend is a painter, and his friend's a painter, and all these guys talk about is Neil, and they run around the house going, Neil, God. Yeah. Wrecked him. Yes. And they're like, they're these big Buffalo Bill fans. lotion in the basket. Yeah. Oh, that's where he got that one, too? Sure. Oh, God. I hear this stuff all hey, the time. You're out of the closet now, pal. Right, right. So um, we're, we're kind of worried about the game this weekend. I think we're probably going to have to drive up north to watch it. He'll do it, too. Yeah, okay. Now, but, you're not going to see it here. It's going to be blacked out unless some miracle happens. Oh, that sucks. Isn't that pathetic what a Bush League place this is? What? What a Bush League town this is. They can't even sell out a playoff game. Oh, I know. It's terrible. It's terrible. We get dressed up every week when the Buffalo plays. We have our uniform. Yeah. Our Buffalo hat, our Buffalo T-shirts, and we even got a little kid that runs around in his Buffalo stuff. But I had to call anyway. I'm shaking. I can't believe I'm talking to you. You're shaking it? You yeah, me too. <laughs> you won't believe these guys. So we sit out on the patio and they're, oh, yeah, did you hear Neil today? <laughs> So it's nice to talk to you. And uh, likewise, and have a great New Year. Thank you. Will you put me on the list? I sure will. I was told to say that. Even if okay. you are a Buffalo fan, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Okay. By the way, if she doesn't, uh, if she doesn't uh, get the tickets, maybe we'll send her some Flutie flakes. Will we send her some? No. No, we won't. Well, why the hell not? What's wrong with uh, Doug Flutie? Okay. There we go with those little guys again. Yeah, David J. Neal's probably going to write another story. Yeah, they're they uh, like those little guys over there, like Ray Whitney and Stu Barnes and Marty Straka and Doug Flutie. Well, you know something, and Dino Cicerelli, don't leave Dino out. If he ever gets healthy enough to play again, you think that'll happen? No. Here's uh, North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy anniversary, man. Thank you. Listen, um, <sighs> I was listening yesterday to, to the clip of that guy that called the, that guy, that, that Isaac. Uh, that guy ever take any, any actions, really? Did he do something about that? Yeah, he had a good, uh, and he occurred his brain cell. That was real funny, man. I didn't realize it was a true phone call, you know, and then, like you said, you know, you made the guy into a star. I object strenuously. Hey, Neil. Whatever the hell he said, yeah. Listen, uh, I would like to get on the list, if I may, please. In fact, he was so strenuous, that's why he had a little problem. Okay, hang on, pal. <laughs> all right. Hang on. We call, but he's okay. He's a good guy. Put him on there. Put, put a whole bunch of people on the list. It'll make it tougher, you know? It'll make it like a contest. One thirty, we'll draw a name. And some lucky stiff out there, two people will wind up going and sitting their ass in my seats, which I've never sat in them. You've never gone and the tickets are for free? That's right. That's the way it goes. And guess what? I had the tickets for last season, too. I was in those in those seven months of glorious limbo of getting paid for sitting on my ass and traveling around the world and having a great time. And I had tickets for last season, too. And did I go to any games last year? No. Am I going to, did I go this year? No. Next year? No. So there you go. Just because it's an almost New Year's and because I'm in such a great mood and because it's our one-year anniversary, why the hell not kill the show with all these freeloaders, huh? And boy, we've done a great job of that. Oh! You bet. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Great. Happy anniversary and happy New Year. Thank you. I don't want to be like the rest of the snores. Don't, I'm don't a big, do it. I'm a big Dolphin fan, but I don't want to snore for any tickets. I want to do something for Neil and George over the New Year's. Yeah. And uh, George has my telephone number. If I could do anything at your house, I'd rather do something for you than you do something for me. How's that? Well, what, what is it that you do? 
Well, I was at your house a couple years ago, and I have a pressure cleaning business. I'm not necessarily looking for a plug. I just want to thank you for the great entertainment. Pressure clean what, the roof? Anything. Yeah, sure. Well, what did you clean in my house? I cleaned out your screens, and then I did your uh, Chattahoochee right before oh, you yeah, got right. the tile put right, down. Right, that's right. Yeah. So uh, I didn't call for anything other than to say Happy New Year, and if I could do anything for you, I'd be my pleasure. I okay. was at George's new house, as a matter of fact, and did his deck. And whose deck was bigger? <laughs> okay, have a Happy New Year, pal. Okay, Happy New Year to you. Thanks a lot. Okay, pal. Yeah, okay. Well, he's uh, having a little holiday cheer there. We have uh, two open lines in Broward, 5670561. Oh, he always sounds that way. I know. He's a good guy. He was in my house. He, uh, you know, not too long. I said, okay, get it over and get out of here. No, he's a good guy. And he didn't want to be paid either. I, in fact, I think I said, okay. And that's why it took him this long to call back. See, one thing, don't don't go to, like, Fat Rich or Rimmerator. In fact, that's going to be our poll question on New Year's Eve tomorrow. Who's the biggest cheapskate, Fat Rich or Jeff Rimmer? And boy, that's going to be really... That's going to be nip and tuck. I don't want to pick on Rich while he's got that bum knee, but that would be really... Uh, who's the bigger freeloader, Fat Rich or Jeff Rimmer? Man, a tight contest. A, uh, n noses apart at the wire. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, passport renewal myth. You will not get it back the same day, so don't plan on that. Yeah, but how long does it take? There's three ways you can renew your passport. Okay. The, the the first way and the cheapest way is forty bucks. Well, I don't care about it. You okay, okay, okay. I'm loaded. The first way is to um, fill out the the renewal application and mail it away. You'll get it back in fourteen days. The second way is you you take. Yeah, but the, when you mail it away, you got to send the old passport, right? Correct. Uh -huh. Along with new photos and your money and the and the the, the application. I think I have to do that. Yeah. The second way is you can um, take all that stuff down yourself to the passport agency, mm -hmm. go through the line and all that BS, mm -hmm. and pay an extra 35 bucks for the expedited fee, and you'll get it in the mail in like three or four days. Oh, that's not bad. The third way is you can pay someone anywhere between 100 and 150 bucks plus the $75 that the government charges for a fast renewal yeah. and let them do the whole thing for you. Oh, I don't want to do that. I'm not trusting anybody else with my passport. I, I clutch that thing very tightly. Well, then, then option two is your best route. Although, you know, in, in uh, I mean, in Plantation City Hall is doing it. How could there be any long line for a passport in Plantation? Um, I, no, City not, Hall won't do it. They will not renew your passport. They'll take your application, your money, okay, and then they'll send it somewhere. But they will not. They don't. They, so, that, so that doesn't expedite it in any way? No. If you pay them an extra thirty-five dollars, yeah, okay, they'll then send it to the now, passport they, agency. Under, under the table, if you slip them out of their fifty, they'll send it to the passport agency, who will process it within three to four days, and then they'll send it back to you in, in regular mail, mm -hmm. which is almost the same thing as if you were to go down to the passport agency and do it yourself. Mm -hmm. But if I send it into the mail, I get it in fourteen days, right? That's right. Even faster if you send them like um, a self-addressed Federal Express right. Airway bill or a U.S. mail next day thing. Okay, I'm going to go home and do it today. I'm going to send that thing out immediately. All right, you can look. You can get the address on the internet and everything. Right? Well, I, I got all the stuff. I got it. Okay, they, they sent it to me. Good luck. Thank you. See at the uh, passport control. Okay, we have an open line of date five six seven. And uh, you people that are laughing out there, if you don't got a passport, oh baby, that should be your New Year's resolution right now. Whether you're young, whether you're old, whether you're on the verge of death, whether you're somewhere in between, whether you're like just barely past fetus age, better get you a passport. And for all your little kids out there too, all those punky kids, 
get passports for the Gotham Mishpacha because God only knows when you're going to be having to hop on a plane and say, okay, see ya. Here's a lady in Kendall. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Um, a couple days ago or last week, you were talking about the Mormons and their underwear. Yeah, that was Monday because Joe Costello was here. George was out uh, being an illegal alien. And Joe was here and uh, never heard of the uh, magic underwear. And I only had one call on it. Well, I think what they're called is temple undergarments. Yeah. That's the official name for them. Boy. Yeah. And uh, there's a great book. Um, about Mormons, well, it's actually, it's, a, it's about Mormon, it's called The Mormon Murders. Yeah, I, I've seen that, I've never read it. Oh, it's really good, and it gives you a lot of insight. Well, what's it about? They're real strange. Well, they're... Even they're, Donnie and Marie? Yeah, they're... I don't know, Donnie was on my show a few years ago, he seemed okay to me. Well, their ideas are strange, their beliefs are strange. They, yeah. um, there's a lot of traffic in, in documents, um, old documents to prove their faith. Yeah. And that's what the Mormon murder is about. Huh. It's really a good book. I couldn't put it down. Well, hey, listen, at least it's easy to remember Joseph Smith anyway. Yeah, right, right. They had, they had easy names. I mean, Elijah Muhammad, all those other names, a little bit tougher. But Joseph Smith, even I can remember that. What was the one other thing? What is the real story with Rick and Suds? I missed it every every time. The real story is they got fired. They were told by Peter Bolger they would not be renewed in February when their contract ends. They would not be coming back and go look for a new job. And then Rick came back and asked for another meeting. And in a tearful plea, told the Pete Bolger that they had killed the station and they didn't have any morning show and that they were so great in the mornings on IOD and on Waxy and yada, 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 and they'd be willing to go to the mornings. And Pete Bolger said, oh, yeah, you're right, we don't have any morning show. And he said, if you're willing to take a big cut and pay, uh, we'll put you on in the morning. And they said, okay. Well, I thought they had good ratings in the afternoon. They're, they're, well, not good, but the best on that station. By, they were, in fact, in the last trend, they were the only ones that went up. Every other day part in that station went down. They were the only ones that went up. And Bolger still uh, is an asshole. That's ridiculous. And I Damn can't, it. I can't deal with Brooke's voice. Oh, she, uh, seriously, I mean, she, well, how could anybody listen to her? She, she's like a female guilty. You hear the voice, and even a child immediately tells you, that is a voice that does not belong on the radio, okay? <laughs> and that laughs. And, it, and every time she laughs, it's the same. It's exactly that. I know. I think it's on tape. Um, can I be on the list? Okay, hang on. Thanks. Okay, so I'm almost done with my expansive lunch here today. Got our passport situation straightened out. I'm going to go home and squeeze it a couple of times real tight, and the passport, too, and get that all straightened out. Got a nice toilet seat here. We're kind of cleaning up our loose ends here at the end of the year. That's always a good idea. Clean up your loose ends, especially if you have one of those felt toilet seats. God, can't even envision that. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, good morning. How are you? Great. Man, I am pissed off and fired up. I good. Excellent. Believe... It's about time we talked to somebody that was fired up and pissed off. I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm a jock sniffer. I guess you are, too, because you go to the hockey games, right, even though you hate Wayne? Yeah. Support your team, right? Well, I'm like that with the Dolphins. I've been there for five years. I saw the last two years of Don, who you affectionately call the brainstem, which we miss you calling him that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I have my season ticket, and I can't believe I'm reading the paper, and there's almost 15,000 seats left for a playoff game. Right. So what I want to do, I want to take away the opportunity for these poser fans that want to get a freebie to go to the game that have never been there all year. Yeah. And take that away and give it to somebody that I think is deserving. I have a buddy of mine who just got married and had to sell off his season tickets to kind of finance his wedding. And it would what be a like, schmuck. It, yeah, well, yeah, he kind of had to do it, though. He had some responsibilities. But anyway. Oh, I, I see. I felt that for him, huh? so yeah. I've been calling for half an hour. It's been busy, even when you say you Not got open lunch. Yeah. But 
I waited, and I wanted to talk to you and say Happy New Year and Happy Anniversary, mm -hmm. and I wanted to get on this list and take those tickets away from somebody that doesn't deserve it and give them to somebody that does without him knowing. Okay. So if you could put me on hold, I'd love to okay, be on that hang list. On. Hang Thank on. you, sir. Oh, oh, if this were, you know, after all of that, if this were like another day of the year, like in the middle of the year, I would have gone, no. Yeah, but, you know, can't do that on December 30th. Just, just out of sadism, but I don't feel real sadistic today or a masochistic or however the hell it goes. Just feel like a regular old guy. You know, once it gets past two o'clock, you do realize it will no longer be four more years. It'll be three plus uh, whatever the odd numbers are. Mm. God. Just like those people on death row. You know, they're marking off the days on it. Or the people not on death row. I guess uh, they do it the other way around. The ones who are counting the days until they get out. Now that's not that bad. We're having a great time today, aren't we? No. We're really doing no. it. No. All these uh, suck holes. Twelve fifty-six at five sixty WQAM. <laughs> The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Hey, buttheads, it's a one to two hour. Well, I hate what to do it on QAM. Put that back and back on again. I want what they had before. He's not my kind of guy. Moron. What the hell are they doing anyway? If the man resounded guy was really gay, I want more Chris Moore. Cause his voice is real high. When I listen to the sport, Moron. a manly voice won't get my attention. But will really get me fit in the shorts. A squeaky high voice will give me an erection. Well, I hate what they're doing on QAM. Put that faggot back on again. I'm going to miss hearing straight men with voices this high. Now I'll have to get deeper in that closet again so I can impress all the macho friends. Sure. Check out Chris Moore at night to help us hang on the side. Moron. Yeah, there ain't nothing like having macho sports guys whose voices have some cracks since they were 12 years old. <laughs> Can't like that. Yeah, stand up real close to the radio and press the down and get their voices on up there and really make some calls. And that crow, man, well, he's smarter than my inbred brother. Yep. One o'clock at 560 WQM. Bill Zimper is going to be here for uh, <laughs> Hank Goldberg, 2 o'clock. Hank's on vacation. Zimper's in town, actually. And maybe you'll give him, like, directions how to get around town since he's not so familiar with the market. And then at uh, 6 o'clock, or when is it? Yeah, 6 to 7, we've got Josh Friedman's going to be on going Boy. for an hour. And then Geldy will be on from Pittsburgh, from the uh, Civic Arena, from the Igloo, from that place where they're going to be soon out of business up in Pittsburgh with a pregame show. The Penguins and the Panthers, 7.30 tonight. Any interest? No. Now, I do want to say one thing before we continue with this uh, wasting of time with all these uh, suck-arounds. I don't want to get anybody fired in any of these retail establishments, but I do want to say this to you, okay? My shopping around for a toilet seat has opened up new avenues of dismay. Kmart was depressing. I mean, the woman there behind the counter, she was taking her sweet time. She was in no particular hurry. There was a long line of obnoxious people, and maybe that's why. But, I mean, she couldn't have given a crap less. But the people at Walmart yesterday, I'm going to tell you something I have never had an experience in my life, and I don't want to get back into a racial thing again. I'm not saying because the woman at uh, Kmart, she was as white as I am, and her uh, service was pretty uh, piss poor. And it's even, it's even affected my sawgrass publics. And it seems that there are certain racial minority people I don't want to talk about what it is. You know, I don't want to be uh, saying what it'd be. 
but people that kind of like hang out and they got the young the young 16 year old kid he's bagging and the uh, and she he's here and she's there to cashier and they be talking and it's like you're not even there and the scene at the checkout at Walmart which luckily it was a uh, no long line it was uh, the first one online with my toilet seat and they had a they had a little fun fest going on there at the end of that register I'm going to tell you, you people who are managers of these stores who put up with this crap, you're the ones that ought to have your ass fired. You know, I mean, one of the times, and I love my Sawgrass Publix, and they're very nice to me in there, and most of them are really great people, but I was at one point in the express checkout, because I usually have less than time, you know, one or two pints of fish food, thing of dog food, whatever. And uh, and, and this conversation's going on, and uh, they're talking about, you know, he don't want to go out with her, and uh, she got a date, and, and the usual crap that you listen to. And and she, I fuck, I'm not even there. And I give her my twenty dollar bill or whatever it was, and then she puts she puts the money on the counter to change, and she kind of like pushes at me instead of like handing it me, which I don't really care. But she like pushes it at me, like here, get out of here, we're having a conversation. Like I'm an afterthought, not like I'm a customer, not like I'm paying my real goddamn money, but like I'm an ad, like you're bothering us, you're interfering with our conversation here. And that Win Dixie over there on uh, the one over near my post office on Broward Boulevard, the one in the uh, whatever whatever what is that plaza called the uh, plantation uh, the town is it the town center some one of those uh, two plazas there. I'm going to tell you something that you, you check out there it is absolutely unbelievable. They don't even want to be bothered. They they like push the here here's the chain get out of here already uh, just go away. And you assholes out there, that should be your New Year's resolution to your management people that if uh, you tolerate this kind of crap, then you ought to resign. You ought to go and uh, flip hamburgers somewhere. If that's the way you think your health ought to treat the goddamn public that's, uh, you know, paying all these overinflated prices for the garbage that you're selling. Man. So let me say, Kmart may suck, but Walmart really sucks. Really sucks. The kind of people you got working at your checkouts, man, I wouldn't wish on goddamn Attila the Hun. I wouldn't wish on Pete Bolger, the assassin, the kind of people you got working at your checkouts. Talk about service in this country. Talking about a bunch of slackers that couldn't even be flipping hamburgers at Burger King because they wouldn't know which side to stick it on. That's how stupid some of these people are. You know, just just pay a little bit of attention, okay, so we get the transaction right, so we know what's going on here, so we get the right amount of change, which now, of course, they have to have the registers that show how much change to give back because most of these people are too stupid to figure it out themselves and count the change. God forbid they'd have to do that. But uh, let me say it for the 8 minute time. You store management people that don't watch this crap, there's something wrong with you. There's something really, really wrong with you. And maybe that's why some of these stores, I don't want to mention that particular Winn-Dixie, maybe that's why some of these stores are like, uh, you can go in there and it's like a command performance. You could shoot cannonballs up and down the aisle. Maybe that's why we're interrupting their party. Is That that could be it. Think so? Yeah. And that's why we're interrupting their party. Oh, gee, we got a pain-in-the-ass customer here, gee. Oh, God. Here, here you go. Here's some change. Get out of here. We're making a date for tonight. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Yeah, hi, Neil. Uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year, Neil. And the same to you, sir. And uh, happy anniversary. Uh, well, basically, that's what I was calling for because... Okay, uh, thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T. That's all I was calling for, right? Thank you. Okay, here's that was very nice. Mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Happy anniversary. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Happy circus, all that. Right. Happy uh, Purim. Yes. Um, Kwanzaa. 
Yeah, so I, haven't sure. still, I haven't figured out what Kwanzaa is. Somebody started telling me the other day. I still don't know what that is. I don't know either. I have a show-killing question. Yeah. Um, my wife and I are going to Venice, Florence, and Rome. Mm-hmm. And we've got Venice and Florence pretty well worked out for accommodations, wondering where you stay or can recommend to stay in Rome. I hate Rome? people when they call with these questions for you, but it's yeah, they're, they're really hurt. boring, yeah. Uh, well, it depends on how much money you want to spend. You want to stay, stay in a real good hotel, in a very expensive hotel? We're staying in, in very nice hotels in the other two. We're Where are you at, staying in Florence? In Florence, uh, we're staying at the Rivoli, which is four-star, uh, right down in the uh, historical district. And then in, uh, that's more a location thing. And then in Venice at uh, Daniele. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never stayed in Venice. You never stayed in Venice, okay. I mean, never went to Venice, but in Florence, we stayed at the, uh, I can't think of the name of it, the very, very overpriced, I think the Excelsior, I mean, the price is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, this is, this is similar to the Excelsior, actually. It is? Yeah. No, Excelsior is a five, no, the Excelsior is a five-star hotel. Is it a five? Expensive. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a four. Well, it's in Rome, expensive. <laughs> in Rome, if you want to stay at uh, um, a four-star hotel, I've stayed in the Star, uh, the star Hotel Metropole. Which is, uh, it's okay. I mean, it's clean. It's not really super modern. And the rooms are small and sterile, but it's okay. And they got, uh, they're right next to a couple of really great restaurants. One of our favorite trattorias downstairs right on the corner there. And it's, it's in a pretty uh, decent part of town as far as being centralized right by the uh, train station. Okay. Star You've never Metropole. been to Venice? Huh? No, I've never been there. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for the advice. I don't want to be on the list. When are you, when are you going? Uh, we're going in March. So great. Our tenth anniversary, so the we- the weather should be okay. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a little right. chilly, but yeah, and Rome is uh, fine. We're very excited, and I wanted to get your opinion because I've been hearing I've been hearing you talk about it forever. So okay, have a great time. You too. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, it's your uh, hotel headquarters here. We have an open line of date, 5670560, pound 560. By the way, don't eat at McDonald's in Rome, okay? <laughs> Please, I'm begging you. If you go to Amsterdam, you're permitted to eat at McDonald's, Burger King, Kentucky Fry, because the food there blows. But uh, don't go to Italy and be eating at no McDonald's, okay? Because you definitely will. We'll send somebody after you and take care of you, okay? Do not eat in McDonald's in a place like Rome. And the fact that they allow them to build McDonald's in Rome, somebody ought to be for that, okay? Poisoning the Italians with the American garbage, okay, that we continue spreading all over the world. All over the world. Going to every airport. And now we got Burger King and McDonald's in the airport. Although I'll be honest with you, it beats most of the food they feed you on the plane. Love my friends at Air Canada, but boy, your food, oh, man. Do you want chicken or you want mahi-mahi? Or do you want trouser trout? What would you like? Ugh. Just get me home and get me off this plane, please. Nine minutes after one at 560 WQAM. Hey, by the way, here's something everybody loves. In fact, even the Knott's Landing lady is probably, she's probably porking up a little bit from the sound of it, don't you think? Just a little bit. I don't want to say porking up. I mean, you know. She's probably getting a little uh, chubby again because she's eating uh, Ben and Jerry's fish food. There you go. Oh! If you're going to get fat, if you're going to get, uh, you know, die from too much of that refined sugar, this is the way to do it. Believe me. You'll go out with a big... In fact, when they embalm you, you'll have a big smile from ear to ear. And, and they can put on your tombstone, killed by Ben and Jerry's fish food. But boy, what a way to go. What a way to go. That's right. In fact, if, uh, you, ha- if you have a particular kind of digestive system like I do, Ben and Jerry's is even better than pizza loft. That's right. Wow. Woo! You'll need an extra toilet seat if you have enough fish food. What is fish food with a pH? Well, it's uh, chocolate ice cream loaded with gooey caramel and marshmallow, just stripes and stripes of all that good stuff right through the middle of it. 
and little uh, chocolate pieces shaped like fish kind of strewn all throughout that stuff. It is just unbelievable. And Ben and Jerry's continues to make the best, the most unique, the most unbelievably great flavors in the world, like chocolate cherry Garcia, or your regular cherry Garcia, or New York Super Fudge Chunk, chocolate chip cookie dough, chunky monkey, chubby hubby, Heath Bar Crunch, oh God, do I love that, and dastardly mashed too. And they also make a lot of these flavors in frozen yogurt, which is lower in fat, of course, but still tastes as great as the real thing. Ben & Jerry's isn't just another ice cream. It's an addiction. And it certainly isn't watery like that. I don't want to mention haagen Like some of those ice creams that are watery or just filled with uh, fillers, Ben & Jerry's is all the real thing. It's Emma's. So pick up 50 or 100 pints at your favorite supermarket or convenience store or visit your two Ben & Jerry's scoop shops in Miami. There's one in the Aventura Mall between Bloomingdale's and AMC Theaters. There's one on Miami Beach at 760 Ocean Drive. Or pick some up at my mobile station. Maybe you'll run into Wayne Arnold. This is 560 QAM. Hi, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's take it behind the scenes to talk with Mike Tyson himself. It's time to sink our teeth into the facts, and who better to deal with that than Marv Albert? Marv! Hi, everyone, this is Marv Albert, and we're here with Mike Tyson. And Mike, right off the bat, what possessed you to bite his ear? Back off, Mom. I understand, Mike, that you've just signed a contract with Nike to promote boxing shoes. Yeah, these new shoes are going to be called Ear Tyson. And the new slogan for Nike... Just chew it. All right, Mike. How does it feel to be a two-bit boxer? That's a real backbiting comment, don't you think, Marv? How would you like if I pulled the rug from out underneath you? Hey, by the way, what does NBC stand for? Nibble, bite, and chomp? How about you on paper chew? Bite me, Marv. You bite this, Mike. Coming to the Caesar Salad Palace this Thanksgiving, Marv Albert and Mike Tyson in the real meal. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's get ready to nibble! He puts the lotion in the basket. Now, Ben, it does. 114 at 560 WQMO. We haven't played that yet today, have we? No. Okay, we'll get to it. Here's North Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got an interesting fact for you today, Neil. You know that guy who does that lotion in the basket scene that you just played? Yeah. Silence from the Lambs? Yeah. That guy just happens to be Ted Levine. He was in Bullet with Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rock, Mickey Rock, Mickey Rock, Mickey Rock. M I C K E Y R. Oh, U S C. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, speaking of that, isn't that interesting? Here's um, where did I see that? Uh, was it in the Herald or the Sun Sentinel that they took a real shot at uh, him about how he might actually uh, patch up his mediocre acting career? What was that? Oh, here it is. It's in the uh, People column in the Herald this morning, in the last paragraph, of course. At the very ass end, Mickey Rourke. This this is uh, the crystal ball for uh, the coming year. It says Mickey Rourke grows as an actor when he gets breast implants to play the part of a transsexual. Oh! There you go. Pretty sad, you know. That pretty pretty sad fading fading uh, ex whatever the hell he was wannabe has been. Chronic when you become a chronic caller on a radio talk show, that tells you that you're all washed up. Why didn't he arrest him for saying? Mickey, suck my dick, you motherfucker. I said, come over here, you sucker, I'll knock you out. That's what I said. Here's Davey, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Okay, sir. And that is pretty sad. <laughs> Mickey Rourke calling this show. He's being him and that the bitch. They're chronics on it. They're like That's... a mother-father uh, team. Yeah, I've heard them before. Mother-humper wow. team. Um, I have a comment, a question, and then uh, suck around, obviously. Uh, yeah, my I'm... comment is, my friend worked at Pro Player a couple years ago, and he told me that um, sometimes they would inflate the number of tickets available, 
Yeah. To put like fear in the fan. Oh, that, does, that doesn't work here. I, that, that, <laughs> no, no, seriously, it doesn't work here. It's never had any impact. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We've had. Uh, I think the last couple of years they've had pretty good because, sellouts. Yeah, pretty... Well, no, you remember the Rams game when they had ten thousand unsold seats and it never moved. I mean, nothing happened. Yeah, it is kind of an event-driven. That's what Hank always says. Also, that it's an event-driven, um, well, which is a nice way of saying a front-running pony. Town. <laughs> yeah, front-running pony. Um, in other words, if the other team has enough fans down here, like they're doing the Giants come here or the Jets, if the other team can put about twenty thousand people in the seats, then we can maybe sell it out. That's true, and it's nice to know we're consistent because uh, that goes for the Hurricanes and. Oh, hey, <laughs> listen, I'm going to say it again. Here they got this this Micron PC, a weed whacker bull there last night, and they claimed 44,000 people in there, and I turned it on just for a couple of minutes to see how many people were in the stands, and if there were 44,000 people there, it's a miracle. You ever notice that? And that's with U of M playing in it. You ever notice how the, the overhead shot, when you got a nice full stadium, it's like directly overhead. The blimp shot was like at an angle where you can see like one side of the stadium, right. and even then it was like pathetic. You know, oh, the, so, the whole upper deck last night was empty. Zero. Yeah, it was. It was uh, looked like a Marlins game, as a matter mm -hmm. of fact. Um, my question is, this whole Buddy Nevins thing, um, does he hate your guts because you keep, you know, bringing up the fact that it was like one of these bogus stories you had on the radio? Oh, no, no, he he just hates my guts. Period. I I don't know what the reason being for it, but he just he despises me, and he's one of these phonies in the print media who like to put on an act and pretend that they like you and they're your buddy, and they'll call you and suck around for information, and then they'll stab you in the back. Like that thing about I wasn't registered to vote, which I never said I was registered to vote. Right. And, uh, you know, he puts it in there like it's a big expose, I guess in hopes that it would somehow discredit me and the audience would all go uh, diving away because I don't, didn't vote or whatever. Right. I mean, this is his shtick, but that business about the radio pedophile ring, mm -hmm. you know, and again, that must be a part of it, because there was no such ring, there was no such story, there was never any follow-up, and this guy, uh, you know, sucked his editors into putting it on the very front page, and it just blew up in smoke. There were, most other people would have gotten canned for that, right. for that kind of irresponsible journalism. And now this guy pretends to be some kind of like a political maven writer that writes basically it's no more than a goddamn political gossip column uh, once a week in the Sun Sentinel. He ought to be lucky. He works for the Herald. They tolerate stuff Sun, like Sun that. Sentinel. Scum Sentinel. Oh, Scum, sorry. Scum Sentinel, correct. Um... Uh, one other thing, do you do you play ACN bits? Yeah. Um, I don't know if this was ACN, but do you remember a, a bit called Indictments? And it was, I think, a Marion Barry. Oh yeah. A bit that was pretty good. If you can find that one and play it, uh, well, that would be the only great. problem is I got the I got. Oh jeez, I just knocked. Oh no, my toilet seat. Jesus Christ, I hope <laughs> it didn't break. Jesus. <laughs> um, it was called Marion Barry Indictments. But the problem is, I guarantee you, it's not in the uh, their their uh, golden library, which they call it. It's more like an olden library. Let's see, Marion, uh, probably not in here, but I'll look for it. Okay, and could I be on the list, stuff. please? Okay, hang on. Thank you. Isn't that what it would be under? That would be. It's not. It's not in here. American Comedy Network, your your oldie moldy uh, library really blows. Very weak, bad. It'd be bad. Oh my toilet seat! Oh, thank God it didn't break. Because my good close personal friend there got me a real quality one, a real good one. Oh, thank God for that. Can you imagine? The, uh, just the idea of having to schlep around for another couple of days looking in search of a toilet seat. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Neil. How are you? Great. I don't want any tickets. It's good. It's suck. Yeah. Okay, I got stuck on I-95 yesterday. Yeah. So I got off and I was going down US 1 because I was on my way to Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. Around Aventura, Neil, a hundred million year old people on the road. 
Boy. Right. It was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. You can't even hey, listen, see you, them. You, They're so even, little. Even on the best of days, when, we used to, when we've done our appearances at Aventura, like when we were at Ben & Jerry's here a couple of months ago, and you drive out of there and you try desperately to get to 90, 95 so you can get out of that part of town as fast as possible. Right. I mean, Aventura is just, uh, the median age there is 140. I was ready to kill myself. They yeah. drove five miles an hour mm-hmm. in their big old Cadillacs. You can't even see them. They were terrible. Yeah. And in closing, yes. everybody over 100 should drop dead. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Okay, a lot more room on the highway, I'll guarantee you that. Oh! All right. All you people over the age of 100, been nice knowing you, okay? But even Bob Hope, I don't think he's going to make it that far. Nice knowing you. Just time to check out. When in doubt, just say we're going to check out. Just hop on a bus, and uh, maybe we can find a place, okay? Like Vero Beach would be good. Huh? That's a real horse's-ass place. Vero Beach or um, Stewart. Huh? Yeah, the West Coast, that would be good. There's plenty of old farts over there. In fact, in St. Petersburg, the grandparents of the dead people here all live in St. Pete. That would be good. There's a lot of wide open spaces over there. Or maybe one of those islands they have over there, you know, like those real quiet islands that everybody keeps schlepping to, and I have no idea why, like Sanibel. Why, why do people go there? I'll tell you why, because there's too many goyim in this state. That, no, that's the problem. People that have no idea where to really go to have a good time. We go to Captiva. We go to Sanibel. And, you know, and every time somebody says that, I have one question. Why? Yeah, I mean, well, what are you thinking about? You got a vacation? How many vacations? Even yours truly gets a lot of vacations, not as much as the program director gets 30 weeks a year. But, uh, you know, Sanibel Island or Captiva? What are you thinking about? Why? Yeah. Oh, it's nice and quiet there. So, fine. So, lock yourself in a house and, uh, you know, get a big, giant, economy-sized jar of Vaseline and have a good time or something. Go where it's real quiet. Of course, some people they really know where to go, like North Carolina, George. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, Happy New Year. And the same to you. And uh, happy anniversary. Hey, um, I was on uh, 95 yesterday going northbound. Yeah. I was doing the speed limit. I had this highway patrol pull up behind me. He turns his lights on and pulls me over. He tells me I was speeding. I said, how was I speeding when I was doing 55? Because I clocked you doing 65. I said, there's no way. He gives me a ticket for $200, tells me to go on my way. So now what should I do about this? What should you do? Call a ticket defense team. They'll get you off. Try to fight with them. Uh, what do you mean? I'm telling you, they'll get they'll get it thrown out. They'll get it thrown out. Just about okay. guaranteed. Okay. Um, and one of the list. What is it? Okay, hang on. Hang on. If your phone don't crap out, get them right away. Oh, is it too late? Is this phone? No. Okay. Sounded like his phone was just about on the verge of taking a big. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Great. Happy New Year, Happy Anniversary, and Happy Chag. Thank you so much. Happy uh, Tishabov. I am just, you know, I have to agree with you with this whole uh, service in the retail industry in Miami. It has been absolutely atrocious. I mean, Uh, it was never good, but it is getting worse and worse. And you you go into any kind of a store now and you finally get to the checkout if you ever get whatever it is you're looking for. And you get to the checkout, and they they are so indifferent and so lackadaisical. I mean, I mean, realize those people are making a lot of money, but uh, tough crap. I mean, if they decided to take the job, that's, uh, that's their decision. They have a responsibility to pay attention at least. Hey, I worked in the retail industry when I was in high school, and I didn't treat anybody with the kind of disrespect. Right, I've, and, I've done and, the same thing. And indecency, and, and I mean, I was in a, in a major office supply store, uh, you know, just recently getting some stuff, and I, I saw this man who was bewildered with the printers. And he asked this young lady who obviously worked there, walked by, and he goes, by the way, can you help me with these printers? She goes, oh, no, no, you have to ask somebody else. I'm just a cashier. Uh-huh. And she just walks away. Yeah. She doesn't even say, oh, no, hold on, sir, I'll buy 
you know, I'll find somebody for you. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's been ridiculous. Anyway, uh, another thing I Maybe want to tell you about. Maybe it's a cultural thing. If there was 44,000 people... I know minority be... unemployment, high, high minority unemployment is also a cultural thing, so maybe one leads to the other. Yes. By the way, I think the managers are just in fear that they're not going to be able to fill those positions because nobody, want no, nobody wants to work with the low Yeah, well, I think adjustment. they're under a lot of pressure, you know, for getting a certain amount of minorities in there in these stores. They have to uh, do that EOE thing and the EEO or whatever they call it these days. And uh, as a result, they uh, just look the other way and pretend they don't see it. But I'm going to tell you, when a place as good and prestigious as my Sawgrass Publix has a bunch of uh, slackers doing that at the express lane, I take great uh, exception to that. that. There's no excuse for that. Neil, have a great one. And you too. Bye-bye. Bullcrap of acting like, hey, and, 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 you know, you're standing there and you're watching it. I mean, it's not like, not like they're doing it behind your back. You're standing there and they're talking back and forth. And, and, and maybe whoever's doing the bag and the groceries is just slopping them in there. You know what I mean? They're not even looking at them or paying any attention because they're having a conversation. They're just doing this like they're doing you a favor. This isn't their job. They're not getting paid for this. They're doing me a big favor by just kind of slopping a crap in the bag, okay? Man. But it must, and maybe it's a cultural thing, you know. It's like doing the uh, icky shuffle or something. 125 at 560 WQAM. Where's my meat? This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm -hmm. I don't know that it would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Uh -huh. Laser surgery. Uh -huh. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then mm. upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay. Let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Just Mommy. Moment. It right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation for it the life? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment or do you want to call me back? It or? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to it make puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? Uh-oh, I think she hung up. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. 131 at 560 WQM. We got Bill Zimper for Hank at 2. We got Josh Friedman at 6. We got Geldy at 7 for the pregame show. And the Panthers and the Penguins, 739. Okay, drawing time. Okay, too bad we don't have a drum roll. How about a... We do? We have a drum roll? Since when? Always have. We have never had no drum roll. 
Mysterio. And by the way, we have the, uh, all your names are numbered here. I'm picking the number out of my little red beanie, my yarmulke with the, uh, beanie on with the thing. Yes. With the, uh, what do you call that? The whirly bird yarmulke. Number 20. 20. Who is? Carolee. Oh, my God, a woman got it. Oh, somebody's going to be, these guys are going to be foaming at the moment. Oh, look at them there. all drop off. Huh? Shocker. What? The fact that they're all dropping off? There's other, there are other people coming on that really have something to say. Like, we're disappointed that the freeloaders dropped off. Am I worried about that? No. Forget about that. That's okay. So, number 20, there's the winner, George. Carolyn, whoever you are, and George will be giving you a call and enjoy the game. And you got your parking pass and two great club seats, and you're welcome and have a happy new year, and whichever team you're pulling for. Well, I sure hope that wasn't the Bills fan, was it? I don't remember which one. I, well, we don't ask for names when they call, but, boy, I sure hope because the rest of these people will be psychotic. They'll be foaming at the mouth if that was the woman, a woman from a buffalo. Maybe it was Mrs. Buffalo Bill. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, my um, roommate, before I got married, my roommate was a manager at Publix, and he would come home every night so pissed off because of all those little N-words that he had to fire, and he'd have to go through stacks and stacks of applications of retarded 15-year-olds that wanted a job. What a sack of crap. Yeah. I know. I mean, he was mad, mad, mad. Mm -hmm. I figured all the callers would drop off after he gave away them. Yeah, but everybody else, they're all replaced. Everybody's on there. All the real callers are back. Yeah. I'm sorry that they had to put up with like two and a half hours of freeloading. <laughs> All right, Neil, you're great. Have a great New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it's too bad, you know. What's the excuse going to be for this, okay? Is this another cultural thing? Is that what we're going to be hearing about? And I'll say, I'm not saying it's only uh, members of ethnic minorities that do this, but I certainly do notice a much greater uh, lack of sensitivity to the uh, needs of the customers. You know what I'm talking about? you get the message? Uh -huh. That's right. Have a bunch of punk kids standing there talking trash back and forth, and uh, like, like uh, you're not even there. Like you're the invisible man. Like I'm Ray Maland or something. Oh, uh, there be a customer here. Well, hey. So anyway, night seven thirty. Uh, you know, uh, Rufus got to be. I mean, I'm not interested in hearing that crap. Talk about it during the interludes when there's nobody online, and especially when you are the only person online. Like I happened to be at that express checkout at Publix several days ago. There's nobody behind me. So, you know, bag the stuff, give me my change, and then finish your conversation when I get the hell out of the way here already. you got plenty of time to talk BS, to talk all that. Crap. That's right. Unacceptable, you know, and this is the problem living in a country where we have to uh, pamper everybody. If you want to do the job, fine. If you want to socialize, great. It's just like the thing with a hockey game. If you want to watch the game, if you're there to uh, pay attention, uh, fine. If you want to socialize, go out in the hallway. It's a big, gigantic, beautiful, luxurious place. Go in the tea room and compare each other's uh, whatever you got, okay? Compare notes. Man. Here's a lady in Kendall. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Um, the other day I uh, put on the Super Talk. Yeah. See, just to see how Brooke was doing. Yeah. It's about 6 o'clock in the afternoon, and something weird <laughs> was really, really weird on there. Yeah. Apparently, she's only on from 3 to 6. At 6 o'clock. Well, because Lardass is on from noon to 3, right? But who is it on at 6 o'clock? Whoever he was, it was Monday around 6. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a name. He's talking about how he left town and went to Arizona. Yeah. And because he, he didn't want to work for Lee Fowler. Oh, Tom Likas. That's a syndicated show. That's, oh, uh, they, that's they stuck him is. on there now, yeah. Oh, okay. Did okay. he mention the fact that he left in, uh, in the middle of the night and skulked Yeah, out? yeah. He talked about because how Because I he... beat the crap out of him in the ratings and he left uh, at night? Oh, is that why he left? Right. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, he came yeah, to town thinking he was going to be a hot job. When I, when I left WNWS and went to INZ, he was the replacement. And he got, he got a, 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 a customized license plate that said, Neil who? And then when the first full rating book came out, and I had a seven chair and he had a three, he left like a... No, no, seriously. He That's left it story. like in the middle of the night. He didn't resign. He didn't tell them, and he drove off to Arizona yeah, and wound yeah. up working out there for a while. Yeah, that's that's exactly what he was talking He's about. He's a third burger. He's a crap. And I couldn't figure out who the hell he was. I knew you would know. Yeah, I call him Tom Don't Like Us. <laughs> that's him. And that's well, a, anyway, that's another syndicated show. He's coming out of the West Coast or somewhere. He's he's not there at INZ. I mean, they, they've taken virtually all the live shows off of that station, destroyed it, butchered well, it. All I've got then is Brooke on from three to three to six. And Rick and Suds will be in the morning starting oh, on January. Oh, you know 4th. that's going to be. I, I'm not going to be able to listen to that. Right. Thank God, I've got your tapes. Okay. Because if I didn't have your tapes, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get home at night. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye-bye. Have a happy New Year. Thank you. Bye. So how do you like that? Peter Bolger, by the way, here's a great fax. Uh, somebody faxed to Pete Bolger. It says, Neil is right in asking how you sleep at night. After making the decision to fire Rick and Suds, you backstep after Rick's tearful plea. Then you have the audacity to go around and tell everyone we have to put our strongest show on mornings. Really? You have to put them on mornings? I thought you were going to fire them, Pete. And it goes on and on. Great fax. Thank you very much, Mr. Uh, TP or PP or whoever you are. Yeah, that's what Pete ought to be wiping with, with TP. Because he is walking. He really is. He's a walking turd burger bulger. He's walking. That's right, on two legs. I mean, you know, it's one thing. It's one thing to protect yourself and everybody's got to look out for their job. But to be such a professional suckhole and such a cloak and dagger assassin like he is and to lie about anything and everything. I mean, if the guy told you what day of the week it is, you'd start calling Joe Rizzoli to get a calendar to make sure. You know? <laughs> and there, there's nothing this man could tell me to that I would believe. And the answer, by the way, uh, if uh, what's your name? Rana. If Rana is wondering if I might ever work for that organization under any circumstances, even after I should leave here, the answer is no, no chance. No, no. You sure? No. Yes. Twenty-two till two at five sixty WQM. If you... sense of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins tonight on Prime News, actress Windy Day will demonstrate breast self-examination. First and foremost, the procedures for self-examination are identical no matter what size you may have. Disregard the fact that I have 40 double Ds and just pay attention to the procedure. First, unbutton the bra, as I'm doing here. It's important to be meticulous in your examination. I like to go over the same area more than once, to be sure. And I like to start from the outer region and work my way to the center in a circular motion. Oh, that sounds just perfect. Join Windy Day as she demonstrates breath self-exam oh on Prime News all this week. Oh. Oh. 142 at 560 WQM. Well, that was pretty interesting. So I get the two lovely sweaters in there. They're lovely from a Barron's. And uh, because I went in there and was asking some, I never went in there in my life. Well, like I said, it was really an interesting time I had in it. But at any rate, so here's the facts. A Jacksonville Jaguars fan arrested for selling two tickets for six cents over the legal profit margin has settled with the city after he sued their ass. So I can't, uh, Stephen David, I think that, that's a bad fax, uh, of Largo received $2,500 from the city. He said he's donating the money to the Jaguars Foundation to buy tickets for underprivileged children. He was arrested November 15 after police said he sold an undercover officer two tickets each at 28 cents more than their face value. 
a city ordinance says people can sell a ticket for no more than 25 cents above face value. Oh, so he was like six cents over the limit, and he sued their ass, and they said, okay, here's 25 bucks, please go away. And he said, okay. Yeah. How do you like that? Like I said, it's a police state, baby. They're worried about this crap. In the meantime, in Miami, they're shooting each other like flies, yes? Someone's impersonating you. Meaning what? Joe Castello just called to say that he was in Barron's, and they were telling him the whole story about how you were in there, and uh, you were a great guy, and you kissed somebody on the hand, and all this stuff, all of these things. All these things. I've never been in Barron's in my life. It was probably Fat Rich. Oh, yeah, he's, no, he was, this is the stunt he pulled years ago. He's probably back at it again, huh? Fat Rich is probably uh, back doing that again, you know? Maybe things are getting a little bit tight. You know, Fat Rich reminds me of my mother. Wow, almost as neurotic. Here's uh, Coral Gables. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Called to suck around for some tickets. I guess I was late. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's all right. I like talking to you anyway. Hey, uh, went to the Renta Center the other day. The Yenta Center? Yeah, that's why they, that's why they put they it They got so many old people working on the, the Boy. office. Yeah. And they don't even know where anything is. Because it's the Yenta Center. And as far as uh, New Year's in Vegas, it's great, man. I had a great time a couple years ago on your recommendation. Yeah, I should have gone. I, I canceled all my head plans to go this weekend. I canceled it all because I, I need to, uh, you know, just uh, vegetate for a couple. Man. It is. For New Year's especially, it's like wild. You're right. All right, man. Take it easy. And have a good New Year. Right. See ya. Yeah, round the clock, baby, in Vegas. You'll be up 24 hours a day. You'll be rocking and socking and plunging your brains out, maybe getting a little bit lucky. That's where the action is. I don't care what bullcrap anybody tries to peddle you. Oh, and guess, last night I'm channel surfing. You won't believe. You won't believe whose ass Larry King sucked for an entire hour last night. And the reason I know that, I didn't watch, obviously, the whole hour. He kept saying, he's here with us for the whole hour. You'll, if, in a million years, speaking of Vegas, you'll never guess who he uh, sucked, whose ass he kissed for a whole hour last night. I'm in rough. Close. No, seriously, a uh, Vegas entertainer. A lot of hair. He speaks here with a phone. No. Uh, Wayne, the Indian. Yes, Wayne, the... Uh, and nothing to do with that. Yeah, likely story. Kissed his ass, sucked so hard that it was uh, they had to keep wiping his puss off. And I like, I like the way when NBC, I, I sued them because uh, the uh, mafia story. He, he talks through his teeth, you know, with that real phony, uh, not-so-sincere uh, kind of thing he does. And then at the end of the show, uh, I turned it back on, and Larry is uh, going on with pictures about how fat. Well, actually, what I do is in between the uh, when the hockey game was on. And I flip back over, and he's showing pictures of when Wayne used to be fat, real fat. In the meantime, you cut back to him. He's still like a mountain. You know, he's hiding behind the, uh, the uh, thing there, but he's, he's enormous. He kept making these strange sounds. These strange... I can't do it like he does. He's like, yeah. In fact, even Brian Murray is not in his league when it comes to making a, a strange, sibilant kind of sound. You know what I'm talking about? And nothing to do with that. Yeah, thanks. Load out your ass. Only $50. Here's a lady in Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, uh, happy anniversary. And uh, happy I, New Year. Yeah. I, I enjoy your show so much. Of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a voice in the wilderness. Um, the, those the people that were calling, I mean, it was really heart-rending, the stories, <laughs> to get the tickets. Oh, yeah. And I oh, listen, they will stop at nothing to make up wild stories. Like the guy that had 14 splinters in his rectum, that wooden toilet seat that cracked. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> That's Miami. Yeah. I tried to get through, and it was busy. And and the, almost instantly, yeah. after you picked the name, the line a was whole day, A whole change in altitude, boy. As soon as I gave that, uh, did the drawing, then all of a sudden it was like open the skies. No 
huge mood. I, I want to bring up the subject basketball. I used to be an avid fan. And they give us no explanation. Uh, and Alonzo Morning Zoe, uh was on the TV, and he was almost crying. Yeah. And he said, we can't give uh, we can't give any more. <laughs> Can you imagine? Only fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I enjoy your show so okay, much. Okay. Well, listen. In your spare time over the holidays, what's left of them? Take up a collection. Get on a street corner. Get yourself a cup, and maybe we can help Zoe out. <laughs> yeah. Right. I I think we should do that. Have a happy. <laughs> you too. Bye bye. Maybe uh, maybe Buddy Nevins. He knows what good charities are all about. Maybe we can get uh, Baldy there to cough up a few million for each of the players to tide them over through these really uh, hard and tough times, huh? Are we willing to do that? No. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. It puts the lotion in the basket. Yes. Yeah. And that's it? That was the medley of his material? Very weak, sir. On a scale of 10, I give it about a minus infinity. Pretty weak. Two open lines in day now, all of a sudden. Five, six, I can't imagine why. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line. Tomorrow being December 31st, I'm curious. Do you think we ought to, like, uh, do part two of what I did last week? Because there's a lot of stuff I didn't get. Like the last half of the alphabet in the uh, DCS I never got to. So probably we ought to do that tomorrow in honor of the holiday because it is New Year's Eve. And we don't expect while you're getting all busy and tanked up uh, for the holiday, we don't expect you to be making any phone calls to this show tomorrow. Maybe one or two. Here's Lake Worth. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Same to you, sir. Happy anniversary. This is John in Lake Worth. I just sent you that fact. Yes, tonight. John. What a great American this is. Well, I feel honored. You've actually read three of them this week. Because they've all been good. Uh, they have. I am the <laughs> one and only who penned that letter to Ronna Wolf. Yeah. And got that ridiculous reply. How from... do you like that reply? You ought to be very proud that you got that. Another lying fact from Pete Bolger about how we have to put our strongest talent on in the morning. And here's the guy that was going to blow them out. Yeah, let me, let me tell you what. I, I've been listening to you right around the time of the Phil and the Rick and Suds. I don't want to bring all that up again, but I guess it's been about, what, four years? Yeah. The radio industry amongst these types of shows, to me, is so predictable, it's not even funny. I mean, this, this change that he made, I mean, you know, but I can even tell that it's going to fail right. within the first three months. I mean, it's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. To put them in the morning, that's why I wrote that letter. And so you thought, know, just... being, being the cheap-ass outfit that they are, you know, they're not going to give them any more support in the morning than IOD gave them in the morning, and then they're not going to do anything with them, and you know, they're just they're on and their and own. And not only that, but, I mean, as, as I stated in the letter, the competition, the competition, they were unmatched in the afternoon with the exception of Hank. Right. Okay, the competition in the morning, Palm Beach, they can forget about it. Everybody's devout Bob and Tom fans, which right. I am, so I'm kind of like torn in between the two. But the one Are you good sure? thing is, yeah. Well, the one good thing is, is that now I don't have to cut back to the first team during the commercials of Bob and Tom. You mean Ranieri? Ranieri will be starting Monday. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. But it's it's just you know it's so unpredict it's so predictable, and especially like you said, putting Brooke back on in the afternoon. I mean, she she flopped the first time. And again, the story, which I tend to believe, knowing Pete Bolger and his erratic behavior, the idea that they ran into each other at a Tire Kingdom store, yeah. and while they're sitting there waiting for their tires to get uh, for their rubber to get done. No, see, uh, actually, you misunderstood. She was changing tires. Yeah, I believe that. Okay, yeah, and then right. he said, hey, do you need a better job? Than yeah, right. I, 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 listen, I believe that. If you ever met Brooke, you'd believe I me. Have, you'd believe you know, in a heartbeat, yeah. This is, I, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. I put the uh, security device in your car, and I, she happened to come in the control room with George on that day. So I've met her, and I'll tell you what, all these guys... That thing, she's got that sultry voice, and all these guys that Woo. think she's some hot-looking woman, yeah. they've 
got another thing coming to him if they actually saw her. Mm-hmm. But uh, listen, I just wanted to say, um, as far as these, these sports teams go, okay, uh, with the ticket prices and everything, I, I, my own prediction is probably within the next five years, all pro sports teams, all of them will be pay-per-view. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you're going to have to pay. The cable companies, it's going to be a pay channel. There will be more sports channel type things because there's no way. They can't possibly squeeze the fans any more than they already have. They can't raise the parking any more than they've already have. So the only other option for them, and, and, and the, 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 the networks aren't going to pay certainly any more than they have, especially for the mediocre crap that we're watching. Yeah. The only other real way to do it is to have some sort of, of, of pay for purview. What do you think? Well, uh, if, if, if they last that long, I mean, you know, the NBA, who knows what's going to happen with them after this uh, year gets canceled. And baseball with these crazy salaries, I think they're going to see a tremendous fan revolt this year. It's going yeah. to be ridiculous. Yeah. And who knows how long they're going to last. No, I know. And, and, look, in, and in hockey, there's so many franchises that are in big trouble. Pittsburgh Penguins, they, they say they can, they're going to play one more year after this season there. And then after that, if they don't build them a new arena, they're going to move probably to Kansas City. Whatever know, happened to Lemieux? They already failed before. Whatever happened to Lemieux possibly getting a piece of the team? That, that, that didn't pan out, I assume. No. They owe him $25 million? And they're still not paying it, by the way. No, I know, and I'd like to see what's going to happen. They're going to have to go chapter uh, whatever it is. They, are, they already did. They went chapter 11. They had to borrow $20 million from a friend from a foreign bank just to meet the payroll for the year. Well, listen, in closing, I have never called in for free tickets, but if you ever have front row for a public execution of Wayne Huizinga, you put me down. Okay, John. I love you. Have Happy anniversary. And back to you. Bye. Okay, there's John from Lake Worth, who's a great uh, caller and faxer, by the way. It's 152 at 560 WQM. Hey, listen, year-end scores. You don't have to worry about bowl games, about playoff games. <laughs> We're talking about cigar scores. You notice how I have that nice, friendly cough? <clears throat> Probably from too many goddamn cigars. But, hey, listen, you'll love, especially with New Year's, man, you've got to have yourself a big, fat one in your puss on New Year's Eve. That's the only way to ring in the New Year. So go down to Nick's today or tomorrow and get yourself a one. There are a whole bunch of their great cigars. Nick's have got five brands rated in the top 25 in the universe by the latest edition, the December edition of Cigar Insider magazine. Every year at the end of the year, they publish the best cigars of the year. And out of the best cigars of 1998, five of them are from Nick's Cigars. So in other words, they scored as well or better than uh, some of the big names in the industry like Cohiba and Monte Cristo and Opus X and La Gloria Cubana. So if you want to really get a great cigar at an affordable price and not get ripped off, you'll get premium cigars at factory direct prices only at Nick's. They'll even give you a little guided tour of the operation down there and show you all the work and care that goes in to making each and every one of these great stogies. Whether you like something mild, whether you like something really strong, and be sure and check out their new Perdomo Reserve line, which also made that top list. It is absolutely outstanding. Nick's Cigar is 7111 West Flagler. Just take the Palmetto Expressway right to Flagler Street. You make a, a left, you go east one mile, and you're right there at the door. Call 305-266-9907. Happy holidays from all our good friends at Nick's Cigars. Stick something long in your bus. Get your sticks at Nick's. This is 560 QAM.